points for the Ridgeline offense. Good early in this ball. Early. Nine, early. 9.44 on the clock in the first quarter, and Ridgeline takes a 7-0 lead. They'll have to be kicking it off to some very speedy guys back there. Mitchell is back there. Also, just trying to pick up the number of the other guy. It's probably Anderson. Yeah, they got the, they got Aaron Young confused. They got the X on the 35 for the college kickoff yardage. He's he gets to up. come up to the he 40. Move it up to the 40. We'll see what they do here. They've been they've been squibbing it to try to make it have some funky bounces. You know, I'm seeing some players out there I haven't seen before. Braylon Majors, Luke Jacobson. Jackson Hollingsworth, all on kick coverage team here. So starters, again, playing different positions, selling out for their team in situations where they know kick coverage has been a huge weakness of theirs the entire season. Yeah, that's if, if you have to pick a weakness, it's definitely the kick team. We've probably given up four kickoff returns for touchdowns. If not, touchdowns really close to well, last Bonneville. Bonneville got one, and then Crimson Cliffs got to the one-yard yep. line. And we've given up others. Like return for to the house? Uh, not to. No, I don't think for touchdowns, to the house, but, but, but they've deep w- into the other yeah, side of the field. That and or or having to start defensively with the other team at like the 40, 50, 45. Yeah. You know, it's it's definitely been one of the Achilles' heels of this team. They're trying to look at all the players and make sure that their knees are covered by their pads. Really? They they do that every so often. There's a ref that gets a kick of in doing. Are that. you sure they're not waiting for TV? That could be, but I was watching them point to the knees oh, oh, on all gotcha, the kids. Gotcha. They could be doing both right now. Yeah, I think this guy's a TV guy back here in the end. Zone. Yeah, I'm, you, you're probably right there, too. Hey, you got Caden Cox on the big board. Check him out. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, they do. Aaron Young now. The TV guy's off the field. Aaron Young's ready to kick the ball. We'll see how they do this. They usually line drive it and let it bounce a little bit as they do. And oh! It hits off the forehead oh! of the player, and oh! it's, it hit him, and he's brought down at the 32. That was close. That was close. That's exactly what you want. You want one of those up backs at about the 25 or 30, bobbling the ball, and one of them kick coverage teams, in this case it was Jackson Hollingsworth, flying down there and just wipe him out, and Jackson just missed a KO shot that time on the kickoff. That would have caused the fumble if Jackson had connected on that tackle. Okay, so Barb and the quarterback for Dixie, is going to be in the shotgun. He's going to have number 16, Seth Takao, right next to him. Two receivers on the left side, one on the right side. Barbin in the shotgun, looking left on a quick hitter. That ball is caught at about a three-yard catch. They're not going to give it to him. I know know his knee was down when he caught it, but they say it bounced. Bounced, yeah. It did look like it hit the turf. That time he just throws a little quick hitch to the Dixie sideline. And number eight, Jakao Mitt. How do you say that? Jakai? J- probably Jakeo. Jakeo. Jakeo Mitchell's unable to secure the catch, bringing up a second and ten. Two receivers to either direction this time. Bringing a man in motion is Anderson. Give it to him. He's trying to string it out. And oh! Will Booth in the backfield. Bringing Anderson down on a, on a fly sweep. Yeah, and you don't find very, middle, middle, very many middle linebackers like Will Booth that has his size and speed. And this time he decides to run underneath the blocks of the Dixie pulling guard. And he gets to the running back in the backfield for a tackle for a loss of about four. Great play by middle linebacker Will Booth. Will Booth puts his team in a good position. Now Dixie third and 14 to go. Barbin in the shotgun. He's going to be looking downfield. Now he's having to scoot out of there. Still looking. Still looking. Oh! He throws it out of bounds, and that's going to bring up a fourth and long, a punt situation. Yeah, that... Sorensen on the on the pursuit. Yeah, this time as Barbin escapes from the pressure, he rolls to his right, and again, he is not extremely mobile. 
as he rumbles to his right. Luke Sorensen from his defensive end position gives chase and puts enough pressure on him that he has to get it out of his hands. He had two out routes coming to the ridgeline sideline that he wanted to get the ball too early, but good coverage by Will Booth and Cam Craney out there. Stratford Simmons back for the kick. That's going to be a high, high boot. Yeah, he's going to let it drop, and it will stop on about the 38-yard line. And Ridgeline will have decent field position to start again. Yeah, so far in this game, Ridgeline with the first points on the board, scoring on their first offensive possession and coming out on defense. And Will Booth with a great play on second down. A fly sweep look, which you're going to see a lot out of this Dixie offense. He decides to shoot the alley and run underneath the block. If you're going to do that, you better make sure you get home. Otherwise, that edge is not set, and you're vulnerable to give up big yards. But they get a tackle for loss, and then pressure by Luke Sorensen on third down brings up a fourth down punt. Three first and out. First and ten for Ridgeline on the 39-yard line. And Caden Cox looking at the sideline. Trips are on the left. There is no receiver on the right side. Tight end Peyton Knowles over there on the right. Okay, so Noah White right behind Caden. And they're still looking at the sideline. They're going to have to get a timeout. timeout yeah. Looks like Come they were a little guys. confused on what they wanted to run right there. So a timeout will be called by Ridgeline, leading 7-0 and taking over on first and 10 from the 39-yard line. And we'll take a break and be back in just a moment. Always the best prices on the best parts at your locally owned Preston to Providence Napa Auto Parts. A five-quart jug of Napa Full Synthetic 530 Motor Oil, $19.99. Heavy-duty Napa 1540 Engine Oil, $12.49 a gallon. A 100-piece screwdriver set, $19.99. Stock up on Blue Heat Ice Melt, 50-pound bag, only $8. A Maxi Track Remote Control Crawler, $49.99. These deals and a whole lot more at any of the five locally owned Preston to Providence Napa Auto Parts. Ridgeline back out on the field, assuming they figured out what they wanted to do offensively here as they still stay with the same formation. Trips on the left side. <laughs> Noah White directly behind Caden Cox. The tight end is on the right side. That's Peyton Knowles. I want to remind you that your audio experience is powered by Adams Wealth Advisors. Visit AdamsWealthAdvisors.com to schedule time with an advisor today. In motion goes Will Booth from the left side slot. Settles in right behind Peyton Knowles. They're going to try to run up the middle with Noah White. Makes a couple guys miss, but then gets about two. Yeah, kind of gets inside that trap block of Will Booth from his right tight end position, come to the middle of, of the formation, and he just nowhere really to run as he kind of jump cuts and nowhere to go as the Dixie defense swallows him up for a three, two-yard gain? Yeah, two-yard two yard. gain. Yep, ball's on the 41-yard line, and Cox in the shotgun. Fake it to White, looking right side this time. Still looking right. They're going to hit the sideline, and Braylon Majors hauls it in on a good catch. We'll see where they mark it. Yeah, good catch and a good throw. That defense uses the sideline as a second defender against Braylon Majors. He just sits down and gets enough space between him and the defensive back for Caden Cox to throw it high and away. He makes a pretty good catch and gets his toes down on the Dixie sideline for we'll give the six-yard game. We'll give him six yards on that one. Yeah, third and two. You've probably got four-down territory right here. You would think so with what the way Coach has done it in the past. Give it to, to Noah White right up the middle. That's enough for the first down. Yeah, middle linebacker there, number 44 for Dixie, comes up and makes the stop, but not after Noah White gets downhill enough. He's running that right over the center. This is a play we've had a lot of success against Logan and other region teams, just running it right over our center, Easton Dahlke. That time he gets enough for a first down. Yep, first down for, from the 48, now the, the Dixie 48, as they're now headed downhill. And Jackson Olson settles in left side by himself. They're going to bring Peyton Knowles and Will Booth from the left side tight end spot to the, or excuse me, the right to the left. 
Going to hand off to Noah White coming left, and he's going to be met immediately with a, probably a two-yard loss. Yeah, that was a great play by, it looks like he's kind of a nickelback defender, number three, Gage Dempy. He comes kind of from his his safety spot and comes up and swallows up that outside zone run play by Ridgeline. They switch the formation from right to left and then run outside zone to the left, and the front five of Dixie does a good job of keeping penetration or keeping the line of scrimmage where it is and then downhill from the safety position make a good tackle. Cox in the shotgun the ball's right at the 50 yard line Noah White right next to him two receivers to either direction and we got movement by Jackson Olson. Yeah just costly penalty you're behind the sticks already with a first down tackle for loss and now you're behind them even more you're going to be second and 17 after this penalty. Yeah Caden Cox kind of this is what a little chewing to Jackson Olson right there. Yeah, this is what will get your your possession stalled out in a hurry. Getting behind the sticks this far just makes it extremely difficult, not only on Caden Cox, but on play caller Jeremy Livingston as yep. well. Yep. As you mentioned, second down and 17. Ball back now in the ridgeline side of the field, the 45-yard line. Cox in the shotgun, White on his right side. Two receivers on the right, two on the left. Caden gets the snap, looking. Scooting forward. It's got Peyton Knowles on the oh. sideline, and Peyton drops it. Kind of an odd little angle there for Caden or Peyton to catch it. Drops it. Yeah, he just First runs incompletion. kind of about a 10-yard dig route back to the sideline. And Caden Cox throws it where only Peyton Knowles can catch the ball. He just kind of has to go a little lower than he'd like to to try to catch that one, and he's going to bring up a third and long. Third and 17, to be precise. Probably screens and underneath passes and just try to pick up some yards, maybe make it a manageable fourth down situation here. You don't have to get it all on this down. You just got to get some positive yards to put yourself in a position to go for it on fourth. Cox in the shotgun, trips on the right side. Simmons by himself on the left. And they're looking. Screen. Now go deep. Oh, boy. He's going to have to throw that out of bounds as he's hit. Couldn't get it over top of everybody, so the incompletion is going to go back to, or we have to have a punt situation here, I think, for Ridgeline. Yeah, you'd think so. You're probably just going to standard punt this. You may have, yeah, you may have Caden Cox punt this one away himself. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, the good thing about this is Dixie can't put anyone deep in to return this punt, and so you're just basically going to get the bounce that you get from Caden's punt, and it's usually a good... Does a pretty good job with yeah, this. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he is going to punt this. He backs up a couple yards. Kicks it out of there, and that's yep. going to roll. Oh, oh, it actually kind of died, bit. but it's going to now roll a little bit. It's going to go down to the 14. Yep, 14 yard line. So, could be worse. Yeah, I mean, those penalties and those, uh, when you have negative yards on a first down play where you don't get a great push up front, and, hey, Dixie just came up and made a good play. Um, but those penalties on second down really put you way behind the chains and make it extremely difficult. Uh, you're, you're limited to what you can do offensively. Peyton Knowles probably should have caught that ball on the sideline, but, hey, look for this Ridgeline defense to step up again and get another big stop. Dixie's still on the sideline. It looks like there's a, a media timeout right now. There's a media guys on the field. Great Basin Graphics has your major look play of the game. That's probably the first one of the first touchdown of the game to Braylon Majors for 68-yard touchdown. Uh, come see Great Basin Graphics at 966 West, 400 North, number 15 in Logan. Quality screen printing and detailed embroidery at Great Basin Graphics. Also, we'll watch for a McDonald's player of the game. Your local McDonald's is hiring with flexible hours, tuition reimbursement, plus other perks. Apply at Careers. 
www.mcdonalds.com today. I'm looking for one of those plays that's not a broken coverage. Yeah. I'm looking for one of those playmakers to go make a play in this yeah. game. Strat Simmons, Jackson Olsen, Noah White really hasn't got going this so far this game. He had a couple of good runs on the first drive on first and second down, but he's been pretty quiet since then. He had five, six, two, five, and minus two. So yeah. he's got 16 yards right now in two series. Dixie will bring Barbin back out into the shotgun. He's got Takao right next to him on his right. Two receivers on the left side, one on the right side. And the ref's letting uh, Dylan May fix some equipment there real quick. And they blow the whistle. We are ready to roll. 5.58 remaining in the first quarter. Ridgeline up 7-0. This is the second possession for Dixie. Fake the handoff. Now going up oh, the middle. A There's hole. a lot of room up there. Simmons comes up to trip him up, slow him enough to slow him down enough to let his teammates come and help him. As Takao was headed downhill. Yeah, they run a little off tackle zone play, and that time it looked like Luke Thornton got dragged to the ground. It looked like a bit of a hold, but the ref doesn't call it, and Takao's able to get some a little bit of space and get to the second level, and he's hard to tackle like his older brother. Yeah, he's big enough, that's for sure. They're going to run a man in motion from the right side, fake it to him, go right up the middle again, and oh, now yeah. Luke Sorensen is there to make the tackle. Yeah, Luke does about the same thing he did the play before. This time he doesn't get tackled by that left tackle of Dixie. He runs, he runs straight over number 55 for Dixie, straight to the halfback. They're trying to run zone to the left this time, and Luke Sorensen from the right side of the Dixie offensive formation gets all the way across the formation to make a tackle for loss. Minus one on that play, so it brings up a first and ele- or second and 11. Ball on the 30-yard line. Dixie's 30. In the shotgun is Barbin. Two receivers on the left side, just the one on the right. He's dropping back, looking to throw it. They screen. set up a screen pass, Whoa. and it's overthrown. Oh, 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 don't no, do that, Will. Will. Dang oh, it, no. Will. Will's going to get a penalty yeah, there. Yeah, he is. As he hit man. the man before, as the ball was down. That's just not a smart play. No, it, it sounded like the whistle had blown. I don't know if they're going to get him from Will, helmet to helmet. or if Will, gonna... Will thinks he was pushed from behind. I heard somebody behind me say he was pushed into him. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't see the push from behind. You'd have to watch that one on instant replay to really get a good feel for it. Either way, they're probably not going to reverse this personal foul late hit call. It's going to result in a first down of 15 yards. Unless they get together here and decide he was pushed. They may pick this one up. Uh, nope. nope. Targeting. Targeting penalty. That's 15-yarder. That's going to go out to the 45-yard line. Will would like that one back. Will plays with a lot of passion and sometimes can get himself a little fired up. And that one is not helpful. Oh, here's the replay, Dave, up on the big board. You watch it. I'll, tell, I'll, take, I'll watch the play here. Uh, As he, the shotgun, yeah, he definitely does. Barbin looking down the sideline, and he finds his man. That went through two hands and got to his intended receiver, That's Mitchell. Mitchell, and that ball is going to be complete at the forty-six yard line of Ridgeline territory. That's a nine-yard pass play by Barbin. Yeah, just soft coverage over there by Ashton McFarland. We had a little bit of issues last week covering up the Crimson Cliffs receiver, and this time they were able to connect for a nine-yard hookup. Barbin again in the shotgun, bring Anderson in motion from the left to the right. Give it right oh. up the middle, coming flying in as Will Booth. He can't quite bring him down, but his teammates sure do, and that's going to be a loss of one unless they give him forward progress. Yeah, that's number 21. That's Jeffrey Christian. He, he'll run the ball a little bit as long, as well as Takao, but this time Will Booth comes from his middle linebacker position and stops his feet and allows Bridger Hammond to get his hands on him 
once Bridger gets a hold of you, you ain't going much further. He suplexes him back for about a zero-yard game, maybe a one-yard loss, bring up third and one. Yep, third and one. Big play here for both teams as Ridgeline needs to dig in. Barbin in the shotgun, Anderson in motion. Fake it to him, go up the middle to Takao. He's got, he's got the, that's Christian, he's got enough. Two, three, he's going to get about four Four. or five out of that. Yeah, this time the offensive line for Dixie blocks down to their left, and they pull big tackle number 54. That's Casey Erickson. He pulls from his tackle position and traps Luke Sorensen and allows Christian to get enough to pick up a Dixie first down. First and ten ball in the 41-yard line. Barbin looking left. He's got his man, Mitchell, still trying to make people miss, and now he's going to be brought down. Good game that time, though, of about Four or five? Yeah, probably six they're going to give him. But they you can tell the Dixie offense likes to target Mitchell. He's their number one receiver. And this time, Ashton McFarland is just playing so soft in coverage. He's running quick out routes and hitch routes. And as Ashton bails into coverage, the quarterback gets to him quick and gets to him in space. In the shotgun again is Barbin. He's looking downfield. He's got his man. That's caught. Coming up to make the tackle is Will Booth. Helping is Dylan May. Yeah, again, they've they've recognized the soft corner defense by this Ridgeline defense. They're going to have to make some adjustments here because this Barbin throws a strong enough ball that he gets it there on time and he gets it on target. And if these corners are going to sit back soft, Dixie's going to take what they're giving them underneath and pick up the yards. That Another w- positive game. That one was to Kesterson. And again, Barbin looking. He's going to go bat it down by big Peyton Knowles. Good job by Pate playing defense today. Yeah, Peyton Knowles checks in the ball game for Luke Sorensen, plays that left defensive end for the Ridgeline defense, and he gets his big paw on it. Peyton goes about 6'5". He's a big, tar- he's a tall target to throw to on offense, and on defense, it's hard to throw it over him. Even the big stature Barbin at his 6'4", can't get it over Peyton Knowles that Two, time. 2.54 remaining in the first quarter, Ridgeline leading 7 to nothing. Barbin for Dixie's in the shotgun. He's got two receivers on the left side and one on the right. He'll bring Christian to his right side and still bark signals. There's the snap. Fakes it going left. Comes it over the middle. He's got Anderson. Anderson makes the first man miss, and he's going to be tackled at about the six-yard line. Yeah, just a run fake to the left. They get the defensive bat. Oh, we got a penalty over there on the Dixie sideline. They get the linebackers flowing with the run fake. They get Owen Monk and Will Booth out of position. They bring number four. That's Shea Anderson over the middle of the field to sit in the soft spot in between those two middle linebackers and in front of the safety, Will uh, Strat-Simmons. They're able to connect, but I didn't see what that penalty was. Did you, David? Here we go. Here's our call. Probably a sideline. Oh, holding. No, it's on Ridgeline. Holding. So it must have been on Ashton McFarland. He's the cornerback on that side. Or Yeah, because it was on the sideline, wasn't it? Yep. So this defensive backfield for Ridgeline struggling right now to find an answer for Dixie's pass offense. Barbin in the shotgun, ball the six-yard line of Ridgeline. Dixie knocking on the door. Goes left to Takao. Will Booth again shooting through and making a tackle for a loss. Yeah, Will Booth is finding the alleys in this Dixie offensive line and offensive front, and he is just shooting them from his middle linebacker position. That time he's playing play side middle linebacker, but as he runs through those blo- underneath those blocks, he's able to get home again on – and another tackle for loss on Takao. That's his second of the game. Yep. Second now, and nine. Back to the nine-yard line. Second goal from the nine. Yep, second goal from the nine. Barbin in the shotgun. It's a couple steps drops. Looking right. Can't find anybody. Now stepping forward. 
He's oh. getting out of tackles and reaches touchdown. forward. Touchdown. Booth had a shot. Bridger Hammond had a shot, and none, neither of them were able to bring him down. Yeah, you even had Peyton Knowles right there as well. And that defensive line was unable to keep that quarterback in the pocket, and he escapes the pocket and gets downhill, and he is a big – I mean, he goes 6'4", 200 pounds. When he gets heading north and south, he's hard to tackle, and that time no one at the second level could bring him down for a touchdown for Dixie on the ground by their big quarterback, Barbin. Six, seven to six, Ridgeline in the lead, but point after pending for Dixie as number 49 for Dixie is out there to ready to kick. That's Jonathan uh, Bibiano, and he's waiting. There's the snap. Kick is up. It's a low one, and he missed it. Missed it to the right. No good. That could that could loom large. There you go. Special teams. I've noticed they actually have converted like six or eight two-point conversions. Really? And yeah. I wonder if it's because they missed PATs. It very well could be. Logo Shop has our uniform check. When it's time to make your team look good, call the Logo Shop on the field or in the workplace. Ridgeline wearing their home dark blue jerseys with white numbers, a little action green down the side of their pants. Dixie wearing their, their uh, what is that, a sky blue to you? Or no, a, that's a royal, like a royal blue. Royal yeah, blue. That's a royal blue. Pants, white jerseys, and royal blue numbers and helmets. You know, I watched that instant replay, and as Bridger Hammond and Will Booth they collide. Col- collapsed on the quarterback, yeah, it looked like Will Booth caught a Bridger Hammond's uh, helmet into the sternum. Oh, yeah, that hurts. You see Will kind of come off gingerly to the side. I, I, yeah, I noticed him down a little bit, but he ran off, and I thought he was going to be all right. Yeah. Back to receive the kick is Jackson Olson and Landon Kimball. And ready to kick it off for Ridgeline, or excuse me, for Dixie is, is number 49, Bibiano. It's in the end zone. It's going to be in the end zone again. So the touchback. He's got a strong leg, just not very accurate. Yeah, strong leg, that one. He's not a very big dude, it doesn't look like, anyways. Well, it's just a sophomore. And Ridgeline's offense will come back out on the field. Leading 7-6 to six with two minutes remaining in the first quarter. Yeah, got to establish the run here again. Get Noah White going. Dixie's running a bit of a three-man front. Sometimes they'll get into a four-man, but that's Crimson Cliffs was bent on running a three-man front and didn't pay dividends for them. We'll see how Dixie decides to come out and attack this Ridgeline offense. They're going to have just two receivers. Strat's on the left side and Jackson Olton's on the right side. Tight end's on the right side. Going to give it to Noah White. Still trying to pick his way forward on that and just really nothing going for Noah up the middle. Yeah, not a great push up front and no no running lanes established for Noah White. That time Dixie ran a run blitz. They walked the outside linebacker to the line to give a four-man front and then they run blitz number 35 from his middle linebacker position. That's Bodie Ray and he just stuffs the hole. Nowhere to run for Noah White. This time we got two receivers on the right side and two on the left side. Caden drop step looking, stepping forward. He's got Noah White out in the flats out of the backfield trying to get downfield. He gets on the sideline, and he's going to get a positive gain out of that to about eight yards, I think. Yeah, Caden Cox just checks down to probably his third or fourth option there. Noah White just standing on the ridgeline sideline at the line of scrimmage, checks it down to him. Noah White's able to get downfield for enough to pick up about six is all, bringing up a third and three. They got five officially on on the scoreboard. Yep, so third and three. As Caden's in the shotgun again. This time they're going to give it to Noah over the left side of the line. He's got some room. Gets oh, boy. Strat and he's oh, boy. Field. 
He's on his way to the 30, the 25, the 20, the 10. Oh! Touchdown, Noah. Oh! And yeah, there's a lane. Big Jake Alves on his left tackle position. They switch Will Booth. Will Booth goes from the right side. They switch him to the left. They get an extra lead blocker over there, and Jake Alice destroys his guy up front to open up a huge running lane. Just enough space for Noah White to hit it going full speed. He doesn't have to change direction. He doesn't have to slow down. And when he hits the open field at full speed ahead, Hard to catch. he is not going to be caught anymore. Last year, maybe. <laughs> this year, He's not going to get caught. Noah White has explosive breakaway speed. They're going to go for two here in this situation. Caden Cox rolling, rolling, still going to try to get to the end zone, goes and gets nope. it batted away, and that's going to be incomplete on the two-point conversion. I don't I, – I guess you want to get up by three, you know, two possessions. I just kick it. I just take the points when they're in front of me. You know what I mean? Go for two when you have to. But I guess you make it and you get ahead by nine points and two possessions. But for me – I just kicked the PAT. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, that was an interesting route they ran and trying to get. It kind of slow developing. Yeah, it was Will Booth they were trying to get open. I, they have guys that can maybe, I don't know. It was It's an interesting play call. Well, so no good on the two-point conversion. There's the replay of Noah White breaking away from the Dixie defense, and no one is out there to catch him. He's a, he's a very explosive player. Noah goes for 73 yards on that run. Giving the lead to Ridgeline thirteen to sixteen, or excuse me, thirteen to six. A minute twelve remaining in the first quarter. On an excellent run, you said it right. And when he got through that line after the great block by Jake Alice, the only other player out there was blocked by Simmons. And then Noah just scooted through that one and was down the sideline. Yes. Yeah, so Dixie is playing their outside linebackers extremely close to the line of scrimmage. Sometimes they're not on the line of scrimmage, but they're so close that if you can run that off tackle little trap zone play and get that outside linebacker kicked out and get the DN sealed down, the next guy to tackle him is the middle linebacker in the free safety. And if you can get enough push to get some wash in that middle linebacker's lap, Noah White is not going to be tackled very easily by that free safety. Another high bouncing kick. It's going to be fielded at the 21 by Kesterson, and he's going to pop to the outside. He's down the sideline, knocked out of bounds. At about the 38. That's Christian, right? Sorry, was it 16? No, it's 21. 21, I'm sorry. 22 is, is Kesterson. Christian is 21, so Christian gets his team out with decent field position to the 30. What are they marking? Eight, I, I believe. He's way past that. Maybe he stepped out of bounds on Man, that far sideline. Must have. I thought he got closer to the 50. 38 yard line for Dixie to start. Ridgeline defense back out onto the field. Castellite sponsors our rock hard tackle of the game. We'll watch for that. Barbin in the shotgun. Looking right immediately. It's a wide throw out there, and he's hit and brought down on a gain of about two or three. Yeah, good that job. Mitchell again. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that is Mitchell again, targeted for about the fifth time in this ball game. Dylan May does a good job of not giving him a ton of space over there, and then Cam Craney, kind of from his nickelback or outside linebacker position, gives chase, and they bring him down for about a three-yard gain is all. Second and seven. Barbin again in the shotgun, bringing Anderson in motion from the left to the right. They do give it to him, and he tries to cut the corner, and he's dropped, grabbed from behind. There's a guy on his legs, and that's Jackson 
Hollingsworth, and up top was Bridger Hammond. Yeah, good job stringing that sweet, uh, speed sweep play out. That's where they want Shea Anderson carrying the balls on a speed sweep look. And twice Will Booth has come back downhill and tackle for loss. And this time Bridger Hammond and Jackson Hollingsworth just string it out and are able to get him by the ankles. Did he get anything out of no, that? It it a no, like a, it was a loss of one. So it's a third and eight situation for Dixie's offense here. Okay. And they're going to call a timeout. Think this one over for a minute. Yep, third and eight. Dixie's going to have to try to get to two out to the, about the 48-yard line of Ridgeline. And as you mentioned, they did um, call a timeout. Castellite has all the, for all your do-it-yourselfers, they have all the rock, block, brick, and pavers to make your yard look awesome. Check them out at castellite.com. Give us a Napa Auto Parts. Is that where we're at? Yeah. Napa, from Preston to Providence, there are five locally owned Napa Auto Parts locations in Cache Valley. Whether you work on your own car or somebody else does, use Napa quality Napa Auto Parts. Uh, Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning is another one of our sponsors. You can now schedule your service. Call on advancedheating-ac.com. Looking for a new gas fireplace, advanced fireplace, and stove in Logan has what you need. Call 435-752-7272. You know, it's a good crowd for a state uh, 4A I'd say championship game. But this Ridgeline side is packed. enormous. It's awesome. <laughs> Dixie obviously say, has to come a little further. Just to give our listeners a little bit of an idea of what we have here, we got... We got students in the middle of the field at the 50-yard line packed to about, I'd say, halfway up the stadium. And then we have parents on both sides of them down to about the 20. Parents Again. and just fans, Nick. I, I have yeah, parents so many fans. friends That's we right. have that have no kids playing that no. are just down here supporting the team. It's right. great. Yeah, some Ridgeline faithful from about the south end zone 10-yard line where the band is all the way to the other 20-yard line and filled again about halfway and sometimes even a little more than halfway in this uh, big Utah Rice-Eccles Stadium. Great crowd. Great crowd, great environment to play on, play in, and just I'm jealous right now, Dave. You just want to be out there, put the pads on. You put, give me some flags. I I'll want my right. boys to experience something like this, man. Yeah, it'd be so fun. All these parents and these kids, they don't know how lucky they are. This doesn't happen every day. It's not easy. Not easy to get there. It's not easy to get to this position. Ridgeline undefeated on the season. And still, they're waiting this out. I believe it's media issues. As the guy for the TV is standing in the end zone, Where's waiting, for their, is, waiting yeah. for their commercials to end. That's the, the you know it's it's awesome that it's on TV. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna never whine about complain that. about nope, that. Right? Never gonna complain about that. But it slows things down a little it bit. It does. You know what? You play at the second level. You got to get used to this. Yeah. A college games, man. They can last four and a half hours. Oh yeah. Okay. There we go. Now he, he hops off the field and Barvin trots in from the sideline with his play, and he'll be in the shotgun. Takao right next to him. Receivers two to the right, one to the left. Tied in on the right side. Barvin is looking right. Still stepping forward and batted away. Batted. Good job that time by Luke, Luke Sorensen. Yeah, so you got Luke Sorensen on one side and Peyton Knowles on the other. These two kids are going to go play basketball here in a couple weeks. But they both go about 6'4", 6'5". And Luke Sorensen that time jumps up from his defensive end position and bats one down, and it falls short of the Dixie wide receiver. Brings up a fourth down in a sure punt situation. Yep. You say a couple weeks, that's when the first game is, but they play. They are in practice on Monday. Kick is up. It's a good one. Strat Simmons backpedaling, calls for a fair catch, and catches it at the 
16-yard line. Yeah, good job by Strat. Fair catch in that, not letting it get any deeper into the Ridgeline territory. Here's a, here's a pivotal drive for this Ridgeline offense. Can they extend the seven-point lead they've established in this first half? As a dad, that's what scares me as much as anything. <laughs> you have flashbacks of Skyview two years ago. Yeah, that can get – and today there's no light issues. No. You know, he said that that one last year got above the lights and he lost it for a minute. But this one, you know, you don't have oh, those issues, right, but you can still down. back up, and, you know, the weird things happen on those. Catching a fair – catching a punt, fair catch, and having – Zero hesitation that those kids running at you full speed are going to hit you has got to be the hardest thing it's to do scary. in football. Two to the right, one to the left for Caden Cox. He's going to give it to Noah White over the middle. He lowers his shoulder and pops forward for about four. Yeah, good job by middle linebacker, number 35 for Dixie, coming up and making the stack. That, that's uh, Bodie Ray. He called his name a couple of times. Yeah, he's a good player out there for that Dixie defense. Anchors the defense, calls the plays. Out to the 20-yard 20, 20 line, Cox in the shotgun. Trips to the left this time, just one on the right. Give it to Noah White. He's trying to survey and find spots. He can't, so he just pushes forward, and that looks like a no game. Yeah, it looks like Dixie's content with when they go to that four-wide look. Trips to the left and one to the right. They're still sticking six in the box, and Ridgeline tries to run it with a five-man line, and that time there's nowhere to go for Noah White as he's tackled for probably a no game right there, right, Dave? Oh, yeah, and you know what? No. I missed up. I messed up. I was looking on the far sideline. Noah's first run was about was about six. Uh, six or seven, and then that one was about one or two because it's a third and three right now. Caden's trying to get out of there, and he finds Noah on the sideline, and nowhere he's going to be go. nowhere to go. He's still making people miss, oh. pushing forward, and he's not going to quite get there. Yeah, there's nowhere to go sometimes for Noah White. He doesn't care. He'll break three or four tackles and still pick up positive gain. But this is, again, a, a probably a punt situation here for Ridgeline. Although I've been wrong before. It's fourth and two. Coach Travis Cox is not afraid to go for it, although I would I would not here. this would be a punt. This one would be crazy. Sometimes he leaves it up to Caden, but this one would be crazy. Yeah, he's, he's in the shotgun. Up. He's going to punt this. And he's rolling right, rolling right. Nope. He's got Jackson Olsen, and he's got a first down. As you Oof. said, Dave, he leaves it up to his quarterback, his senior leader quarterback, Caden Cox, and that is no lie. I am telling you, Travis Cox puts faith and trust in his senior quarterback, Caden Cox, to make decisions when he sees them, go and get it. Play free, play fast, play aggressive, and if you like it, go get it. Go make a play, and that time they did on fourth and two. Yep, fourth and two, they got four. And they give it back to Noah up the middle, pushing forward and not getting much. Yeah, it's been tough sledding up the middle. They've been able to have some some success off tackle um, in this game, but over the center of the line of scrimmage, there just hasn't been a lot of space for Noah White to operate. He's able to pick up positive yards that time, but just about three, bringing up second and seven. Noah's got 98 yards in the game already. We're getting, uh, we are in the second quarter, by the way. I think I failed to mention that the last time. It was just at the end of the at the end of a uh, play. It was just it was the end of the quarter, and I missed it. Going left is Noah White. They're going to drag him down as he gets another positive gain of about five. Yeah, now that left zone is exactly what you want. You want that backside defensive end this time, number eleven for Dixie. That's Dave Hollings. You want him to have to make a decision: does he go with the quarterback? Does he go with the running back? And the tackle there is hard for him to make. That time bringing up third and three, good positive game for Noah White. Again in the shotgun, give it back to Noah, pushing forward. He's got a first. Yep. But barely. Ooh, helmet His helmet off. is ripped off. 
He's going to have to check out of the game here. and Jack, uh, That'll bring in Landon Kimball. This time a little trap play over the right side of the offensive line, bringing it to Levi Painter's side. And Noah White is able to pick up enough for the first down, but again, not a lot of space to run the ball there against this defensive front of Dixie. First and 10, ball on the 39-yard line, the ridgeline 39. You know, they ripped every- off Noah's helmet somehow. Yeah, they did. And Caden Cox again in the shotgun. Trips to the left this time. Simmons by himself on the right. The help from the safety's got to be looking on that right side. Caden Cox in the shotgun. Landon Kimball right next to him. Looking to Kimball on that outside on the wheel route. Down the sideline. Puts his shoulder down. He's got a good seven out of it. Yeah, good quick decision by Caden Cox as he sees the single high safety help side on the trips. He knows he's got man-to-man wide receiver coverage against Strat Simmons, and when they blitz number 11 from his outside linebacker, there's no one out there to guard Landon Kimball, so he just flips it out to his running back quick into the flats, and they pick up seven positive yards there on first down. Seven for Kim for Landon Kimball on the uh, pass play. Kimball's still in the game. He's directly behind Cox. Second down and about three. Simmons is Simmons wide, wide open. open. He's all the way down the field at the 20. It's a touchdown. Oh! Tripped up by, by Will, Will Booth. Will Booth on the Will tackle. Booth, what are you doing? Will thought that ball was thrown to him. But Will Booth is laying out trying to catch it. It's actually thrown what to the, the next wide receiver, Strat Simmons. And Will makes the tackle on Strat. Yeah, Will. See, Will thinks it's to him. And he dove for so it. So he's selling he out. his own guy. Yeah, Will Booth is selling out trying to catch a ball. It's not thrown to him. Ball on the thir- on the 13-yard line. I, I think that Dixon. 48-yard catch. Defensive back may have got there in time as he had to slow down to catch that one. Ooh. I missed it, Nick. I'm trying to do stats here. What would you see? Yeah, Landon Kimball on just a little inside zone play. He gets gobbled up by the defensive end. Probably a gain of... One or zero. That was a that was a gain of zero there for Landon. So still on the thirteen yard line is yeah number second and ten forty five there. That's uh, Kate Hanson. That was a great tackle from his defensive end spot. So tr- we'll have three receivers go to the left this time. Simmons by himself on the right. Noah White back in the game right behind right behind Caden. Gonna fake it to Noah. Looking left all the way. Now looking right. Scott Still looking Jackson. right. Got Jackson Olsen. Hit, hits him, hit, and goes in. Now that's targeting to me, Dave. Right, yeah. He hit him right in the side of the head. But Caden Cox again extends the play. Initially, he wanted to hit Braylon Majors on an arrow route to the sideline, to the Dixie sideline. It's not there, and it's covered up quite well, so he rolls back to his right. And Jackson Olsen, all the way from the left slot position, runs a drag route. And finds a soft spot in the zone in between the wide receiver, Strat Simmons. And he catches it for a touchdown. Takes a pop there. He really does. But he's able to hold on to it. kind of a high hit, wasn't zone. it? Yeah, it was. It was a helmet-to-helmet hit. But they get into the end zone again and kick the extra point. Oh! What happened? First extra point. Did that? That's the first extra point, Aaron Jones. He hit the upright. See it wobble? Yeah. He hit the left upright. And so the PAT attempt for for Ridgeline is no good, bringing their score to, to 19. What the? 19 you don't, to you 6. Don't hear a, you don't hear a 19 very often. Here's our replay here. Looking over at Caden running right. He had he had a 
Jackson Olsen right there at about the one-yard line, and Simmons had gone a little bit deeper into the end zone. He had him there, too, if you'd like him. So he had a couple good options on the scramble. Now, uh, Caden is doing a really good job keeping plays Extending alive. Plays. And what it's doing is it's bringing, it's making the defense not, uh, the defensive secondary not really sure what's going on, and his receivers are still staying, working to get open at that point, and he's finding them. Well, that's one thing Caden Cox is extremely good at. He can move the defense just with a little bit of motion in the pocket or with his eyes. And this time he does it with his feet. So he moves around in the pocket enough to get that defensive secondary chasing things that they shouldn't be chasing. And twice now, once to Braylon Majors and once to Strat Simmons, defensive breakdowns by this Dixie defense have resulted in big pass passes yep. by Caden Cox as he's extended plays and thrown the ball deep downfield. And had it not been for Will Booth, he'd have connected <laughs> on a touchdown to Strat Simmons. Oh, they're going to have to have a talk about that one after the ball game. <laughs> you know what? Will Booth, watching it on replay, is just selling out for his team. Yeah, he thought that ball was thrown to him, he and he's sure trying did. to make a diving catch. Hey, did you know Les Olson Company offers free IT security awareness training? Stop threats before they become a problem. Get your free network assessment at lesolson.com. Jessup Insurance and Retirement Services. If you want to call Jessup Insurance at 435-213-3200 or Google Jessup Insurance, the Medicare is different for everyone, and they can help you guide through all the appropriate steps. Uh, that's Jessup Insurance. Advanced Heating and Air. You can now schedule your service call on advancedheating-ac.com. Schedule a service call on your furnace as the cold weather is coming. Not today, buddy. No, it's perfect, isn't it? There's Coach Travis Cox on the big screen. Jackson Olsen behind him. I love that big screen. It's fun. I love seeing. Oh, look, Jaden Harris. Oh, nice. I like it. Jaden retired. Oh, this is what I don't like. To the 20 yard line and coming forward to make the the ball out. And then Dixie jumps on it. Boy, that got you, didn't it? <laughs> that's just that's, that's just ex- from years of playing football. It's like, I know when you see it pop, everybody just, yells yeah, fumble. fumble. It's the same with baseball for me. When a guy's leading off and they're going to try to pick up move, I still yell back. Yeah, yeah. Every, all the guys back. on the bench are supposed to are supposed to be yelling back. It's just it's just indoctrinated it into us. Really, it? really is. Okay, Dixie's going to start on their own twenty-four yard line. Barbin's going to be in the shotgun with trips to the right side and one receiver on the left side. Going to look left. Going to still look left. Oh, He's going to try to go up over time. And oh, boy. He got it. Caught it. Oh, and he's gone. gone. Oh, fumble. Oh, he he, 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 oh, he lost it for a half a second <laughs> and had to go back and catch it. <laughs> Dylan didn't know where that ball was oh, there for a minute. He didn't. They got one-on-one matchup they like over there with Mitchell. He was looking at him the whole way. Yeah, there he? was only one wide receiver to the left. Trips to the right. And they targeted Mitchell the entire time. They've targeted him probably six or seven times in this game already on quick hitters. This time they want to get over the top of the defense, one-on-one against Dylan May, and they get him. Dylan May can't find the football as the wide receiver for Dixie. Mitchell goes up and makes a big catch, but as he's breaking away, Dave, he fumbles the ball again, which allows the defense defense to catch up. That would have been a touchdown if he hadn't fumbled. Absolutely would have been. Penalty flag flies in from way behind on the back judge. Delay of game. Here? Delay of game. Wow, that's costly. That's, that's, that's going to back him out a little yeah, bit. The ball was yards. on the 12, so it's going to go back out to the 17. First and Helping Ridgeline out a little bit on that one. Yep. Boy, Barbin was just looking at Mitchell the entire way. He yeah, did not he didn't look take right. his eyes off him one time, did he, nope. on that play? He's in the shotgun again. Brings a man in motion. They're going to give it to him, stringing it out as far as they can. 
Uh, Luke Jacobson in pursuit. Will yeah. Quinn in pursuit. Pushed out of bounds. Had the might have lost one. Yeah, that speed sweep has had little success against this team defense of Ridgeline that rely has relied on speed all year long. And this time, a great job by that was Cam Craney at the outside linebacker, just pushing the running back deeper into the. Oh, back that's a field. loss of five. Yeah, it was no, it was a loss of. Look about, at no, but that was the delay. Of oh, game. oh, you're so right. You're right. About, the guy in the PA no just gain. had a loss of five. Yeah, no gain. It's a it's a no gain there. They're going to go out on the outside to Mitchell. Coming up to make the st- stop is uh, uh, Ashton McFarland. Yeah, I mean, Mitchell is their guy. They target him over and over and over. They want to get Seven. him on isolation-type routes, and he's just quick enough that you got to give him the respect, and he's he's got the deep ball threat to go over the top, but he's just quick enough and a good enough route runner who get underneath you, and that quarterback throws the ball on time. They are very well connected, and that's their about his fifth reception, isn't it, Dave? Yeah, third and eight right now. It's his fifth, yes. Barbin dropping back. Still looking. Over the middle. Simmons gets a tip on it and almost picked that ball. Simmons coming over and doing a good job from his safety position and knocked that ball out of bounds. Yeah, they bring Luke Jacobson in the box so much to help stop the run that they rely on Strat Simmons to play the entire field from his free safety spot. And this time he moves a little bit to his left but comes back all the way back to his right to get his hand on that one as they again target Mitchell in the back of the end zone. Big fourth down right here, fourth and eight. Ball on the 10-yard line, and they are going to go for this. Barbin in the shotgun, calling signals, looking right. Going to go right and throws Nothing. it out of bounds. Yep. Incomplete. Mitchell had no chance at that ball, and that's going to be turned over on downs. Yeah, and again, they target Mitchell as he runs a quick hitch route back to the pylon. And just kind of an errant thrown ball, about the first inaccurate ball we've seen by Barbin this time on those quick hitters, as he's usually pretty good with those. Um, this time he's unable to connect with Mitchell. Brings up the turnover on downs for the Ridgeline defense. A good job getting a stop all the way back in their own territory, starting at the 10. So Caden Cox and his team break huddle on, on the sideline and come up out directly over the ball. If you don't even score on this possession, you've got to flip the field. Yes, you do. 6-10 remaining in the second quarter. Ridgeline leading 19-6. to Give it to Noah White, still picking his way up the middle, and gets about five. Yeah, this time they tra- they run a little trap play with Easton Bamey, or sorry, uh, Damian Bamey from his left guard position. He traps over to the right side and hits the defensive end. But not a lot of space created by those down blocks up front as it brings up a – oh, he picks up what, four? Five, five. yeah. Up five. Ball on the 15-yard line now. More yards than I thought. Fake it over the middle. They got Jackson Olsen at the 30, at the 35. The Don't 40, fumble! Up to midfield. He's tackled at the 50, at the 48-yard line of Dixie. Yeah, Jackson Olsen from a slot wide receiver position just runs a little skinny post in kind of down the hash mark line of the field and Caden Cox hits him in stride he's such a huge target that he can throw the ball up into space and let him go catch it and that time he does for a big first down conversion and there you go Dave they flip the field yep 37 on yards possession on that play alone in the pistol is white fake it to white oh, Peyton Knowles Peyton is wide open oh. and he missed him yep. he's gonna have to throw it out of bounds Wow. Peyton was so open and there. I don't know what Caden is looking at there because that's his read. That's his primary receiver. As he runs, though, they're going to get a targeting here on Dixie. Helmet to helmet on Caden. 
I guarantee this is roughing the passer, Dave. Yeah, where, where the but, flag is dropped, it's right where that whole thing happened. So that play is designed to be run to Peyton Knowles. He yes. is the primary receiver. He play actions to his to his left, to Noah White. He gets all the flow of the defense looking in that direction. This is going to be a hold. Oh, wow. It's going to go the other direction. Yeah, it is. And Peyton Knowles from his and right. And it's a hold from back there. So that this is going to go all the way back to the Ridgeline 36-yard line. Yeah, this is going to be first and forever. Yeah, it but, was at the it was on the Dixie 48. But just a bad miscue by Caden Cox that time as Peyton Knowles releases from his right side tight end position to run a corner route opposite of the play action. He is wide open, and Caden has to find that. That is the play. That is the that is exactly what you want when you run that play action naked bootleg. They're going to bring Olsen on the right side, put Stratford Simmons in the left side slot with three with two other receivers. There's the snap, looking Simmons in the open field at the 50, down to the to 45, or excuse me, to the 45, up to the 50, still trying to make work, and he brings gets brought down to the 48 yard line. A good run yeah, after the catch. A good job picking up positive yards and almost getting back to the to the original line of scrimmage, bringing up about a third and 14. But Strat Simmons from his slot wide receiver, just a quick little tunnel screen where they're trying to get in between in between the wide the widest wide receiver and the third wide receiver in a trip set, and they get some good blocking downfield. Four thirty-five remaining in the first half. How many did you pick up there, Dave? About, twelve. Okay, I was going to say about fifteen. Yeah, got twelve. So it's still third and about fourteen. Ball on the forty-eight yard line. Cox in the shotgun. And a timeout is called by Ridgeline. Yep. So timeout on the field as Ridgeline wants to think about this third and 14 call. The ball is on their own 48-yard line. We're going to be back in just a moment. My name is Sabrina, and I'm a student at New Horizons Beauty College. I've learned all sorts of things, how to have more patience and understanding with others, but I've also learned a lot of different techniques having to deal with hairstyling, nails, coloring, chemical services, and the most rewarding thing, seeing your improvement and then seeing what you've done to others and how like happy it makes them. My name is Sabrina, and I recommend becoming a student at New Horizons Beauty College. More and more people are turning to CashValleyDaily.com for their source of information on what's going on in our community. They're finding relevant news online and on the Cash Valley Daily app. From what's happening in local political elections to breaking news that you don't have to wait a few days to read about to photo galleries of the latest games. If it's happening in our community, it's on CashValleyDaily.com and on the free Cash Valley Daily app. Local, relevant news, online, on time, all the time. CashValleyDaily.com Welcome back to Rice-Eccles Stadium. Ridgeline up 19-6 with 4.22 remaining in the first half. And Ridgeline with the ball on their own 48-yard line. But we're coming up on a third and four, 14 for Ridgeline right here as they wanted to talk this play over. And Caden Cox with his crew come out to the football and they go right over the ball in the shotgun. Noah right behind Caden. Strat on the right side, Olsen on the left side. They're going to fake it left, and now they're going to come down oh the side. Boy. A wide open is Noah White, and he's going to run people over before being brought down. He's down gonna to the 36-yard line. He's going to pick up the first down on that catch and throw. This time a great design play. They play action to Noah White to the right, or to the left side of the offensive formation, and they bootleg back to the right, similar to the look that they had Peyton Knowles wide open. And instead of throwing it back to the right, they actually flip it all the way back to the left 
to the person they played action at 2 Noah White for a big first down conversion. I formation behind Caden, who's under that. center. Under center. Oh, Simmons down the middle. He's open if he wants it. They put him outside. Oh, wow. Good defensive play coming over for, from uh, number six. That's Martinez, Kale Martinez. Strat was running a post, wasn't he? A skinny yeah, post, and he then Caden threw it to his back shoulder. He had to adjust and go left. He almost had to throw it back there as he saw the safety coming yeah. over to help on that post route. If Had he got it in there sooner, he he had Strat Simmons open downfield in between the corner and the safety, but the safety, as the ball stays in the air, is able to recover. A good play there by number six for Dixie. That's yeah, Kale Martinez. Martinez. Great play. Really good play. To recover on that pass. Second and ten. Ball on the 37-yard line. Fake it to White. Go to no. Whoa. That ball looked like he was trying to go to, to Knowles, and Knowles left. Yeah. And then the close, next closest man was Will Booth. It looks like they're trying to set up almost like that tight end screen out to the wide receiver side mm-hmm. as they leak Will into the flats, and Caden Cox kind of overthrows him, and Peyton Knowles is left in no man's land, no one to block, and he's not there to catch the ball. So yeah. I think that was intended for Will Booth. Third and ten now. Ball on the 37-yard line. Of Dixie. My guess is this is four-down territory. Absolutely. Cox in the shotgun. White next to him on his right. Three receivers on the right side. One on the left is Knowles. Hard count. Looking. Over the middle to Olton. Olton's got a lot. It's enough. First down, Ridgeline. Yeah, I would love to see Caden Cox efficiency rating on third down alone. They've picked up about three or four of them. One of them for a touchdown. That time another third and ten. They pick up the conversion on the previous uh, down and distance. They were about third and 15 and picked it up with that swing swing route out, out of the backfield to Noah White. So two times on third down on this drive alone, they picked up a first down. Down to the 23-yard line. Ridgeline in business again, but 3.18 on the clock. They want to punch one more in before the half. Caden in the shotgun. Give it to Noah White. He slips and oh. he goes down, and he's going to probably... You know what? Get maybe back to the line of scrimmage. Okay. That looked odd, didn't it? It did. It almost looks like one of those you go to plant and your knee gives Doesn't a funny plant. layer. Yeah, and it just, it, as he was holding his leg, as he was laying on the ground, it looked like he had maybe hurt himself. But he's fine. He's back up and he's in the ball game. He's fine. He's fine. He's a okay. big, strong kid. Yep. Second and 10. Ball on the 23-yard line. Clock continues to run. 2.44 remaining in the half. Ridgeline leading 19-6. to There's the snap. Fake handoff to White. Coming across the middle. Still looking, still looking, still looking. Coming up high. Oh. And Jackson Olson can't go up and get it. He felt like there was some contact. Yeah, and it's interesting. They've been running a lot of two or three. Uh, you know, typically you'll get four or five out into the routes with this Ridgeline offense. And it's been a lot of two-man route combinations and this time Strat Simmons is over the middle of the field and Jackson Olson's on the Ridgeline sideline and as Caden Cox kind of scrambles around in the backfield after his play action he tries to throw it up to his big wide receiver and let him make a play but he just overthrows him. Okay that's third to get coming up again third and ten ball on the 23 yard line two receivers to both directions now Olson will come from the right side a little bit closer into the line and looking over the middle they have him again at the at the Ooh. 16 yard line He's hit hard. He gets driven into the ground by number 35, middle linebacker for Dixie. That is, uh, that's Bodie Ray. Yeah, we have called his name out quite a few times. He's a big physical middle linebacker, and this time he comes and just smacks Jackson Olson after he makes the catch for about six. Well, that's a, that ball's now on the 17 yard line, fourth down, and what about three or four? 
Yes, four. Fourth and yes, four. Yes, so scoreboard says four. And they look like they want to go for it with a minute 55 remaining. Remember, Aaron Young has not attempted a, now, this is a, a field goal. This I'd kick this baby. That's, that's Mason Criddle in the game. They're going to look left. Oh, you got Noah. They're going to find Criddle. Criddle. Wow. First down. Wow. Criddle. Mason Criddle, junior wide receiver who has filled in quite well for Braylon Majors throughout the year. This time he checks in the ball game for Jackson Olsen as Jackson Olsen is banged up on that last tackle. He catches a little shallow crossing route for the first down conversion on fourth. I don't know how many good job down by Criddle being ready to come in. Year, but it's a lot. A lot. It is a lot. Give the ball back to Noah White. He's got a gap over the left side. He tries to bounce it outside further, and he's going to get to the five. And So that's a four-yard game. Defensive end, 45. He's an impressive football player as well. That's Kate Hansen out there at his DN position. Wraps Noah White up and brings him down at first initial contact, which minute, is hard to do. One minute left in the shotgun again is Caden. They're going to give it back to Noah. He's trying to bounce right. Now he pulls oh. the end zone. Touchdown, Ridgeline. What a big touchdown with under a minute to play. Noah White finding a small little hole and getting himself through it. Yeah, the big conversion to me, Dave, was the fourth and four. You put Mason Criddle in the ball game for Jackson Olsen, and you run him on a shallow crossing route, and Caden Cox trusts him enough to throw it out to him, and he picks up the fourth down conversion, and that leads to a touchdown rush by Noah White, but this time... They just down block so good up front. They run such a good zone blocking scheme. They block, they zone block to the right. They this leave is a the backside D end. Oh, two, two point, point conversion, conversion right okay. here. They're, they're going to they're gonna do. They're twenty pass it. Yeah, they're up twenty five to six. I think they're still going to pass it. Up under center is Cox. Going to pitch it outside to to White. Noah's going to pass it. Noah's <laughs> going to pass it. Oh! And Will drops it. That was right oh in Will's gosh. hands. Oh my gosh. Uh. The yeah, Will has had a couple of things today that went a little weird for him. He has. Oh, wow. That was uh, as easy as it's going to get as a two-point conversion for Will Booth as they pitch the ball to Noah White going left, and he is left-handed, folks. He flips it up to Will Booth, and Will Booth has it right in his hands just and just dropped, dropped it. it. So There's, he's tackled his own teammate. Yep. He had the 15-yard penalty on the, on the got pushed in the, the back, he thinks, and, uh, and he, he got a targeting. Uh, buddy, I watched Did you watch play. It? There wasn't anyone within five yards oh, of him. He's trying to bail Will out there. He's our guy. <laughs> he is Will, our guy. Willis is a great guy. He's just had a couple of weird things <laughs> happen to him tonight, or this morning, or this afternoon, whatever yeah, you want to call it. whatever this is, huh? Well, that's still a big, big drive that time. Ridgeline up 25. But just... Boy, that missed a point after. Missed two two-point conversions. Both teams have missed and point after. Yes, absolutely. 25-6. Ridgeline in the lead. Only 57 seconds left See, in the now, half. See, now, had you went for the point after try, it's not guaranteed Aaron Young's going to make it, but the percentages say he will. If you would have went for both of those, just kick the PATs, you would have been at the Pooch exact kick. position. And that's to a really oh, fast boy. player. At the oh, 16, he fumbles And it. he drops it. They're in pursuit now. He tries to get the sideline. He slips. He's at the 20-yard line. That was Anderson. That's yeah. a couple of times they just keep dropping that ball. Had he not, yeah, they look vulnerable to put the ball on the turf. Yeah. Had he not dropped that one, Anderson is their speed sweet so, guy. So he dropped that one. Mitchell, Mitchell dropped the one he should have scored on. The other one. And then the fumble on the far side they did. That was on. on a kickoff too. Yeah. So two on kickoffs, one on a on a big pass play. Barbin in the shotgun. Two receivers on the left side, just one on the right. They're going to run a screen pass. Oh. It's dropped. 
That that's just it just looks out of sorts, doesn't it? It does. Everybody's a little excited right now. Their hands are maybe shaking a little bit. This time they get to Cal out on a screen play, which is set up quite nice by that offensive line. They got some big bodies downfield on some secondary of this Ridgeline defense, and Takao just off his fingertips is not able to secure the catch. Second and ten. Barbin with two receivers on the right, which is the strong side, and the weak side is on the left. There's also two. He's flushed out of there, and he's going to try to run it, and they bring him down at about the the 25-yard line, 26th. So he'll get good positive yards out of that. Yeah, and that's not something I expected to see out of Barbin, but as that leg gets healthier and healthier and more weeks go by, he's able to tuck that ball and run. And when he does, he is a big kid. Goes six four, two hundred pounds. Yeah, 23 seconds left, 20 seconds left. Third down and four. They're just going to let this one, I would assume, run on. Uh, they might try one more play to see if they can get a big hitter. And... They're in the backfield. He's scrambling out of there. They finally get Anderson on the sideline, and he'll be brought down. And that should get us to the half. That should get us to the half. As he stays in bounds, and, yep, that will get to the half. So that pass play was going to be a gain of maybe three. Yeah, two or three. Was going to get him the first down. Did they call timeout? Uh, I don't know why. No, they're just going to run it. This is the end of the the half. So a three-yard pass play to Anderson. And that will bring us to the half. Ridgeline leading 25-6 to at the end of the first half. And that Ridgeline faithful are loving it. I'll see if I can compile these statistics for you. We'll come back for some halftime information in just a moment. Adams Wealth Advisors' entire team says thank you, Cash Valley, for voting them the best financial planner in the Best of Northern Utah competition. Honesty and integrity is the hallmark of Adams Wealth Advisors. Let them earn your trust today. This is Craig Adams. At Adams Wealth Advisors, we are here to help you receive peace of mind whether you've done a lot of planning or a little planning. Count on our team at Adams Wealth Advisors for honesty, professionalism, and integrity. Visit AdamsWealthAdvisors.com or call 752-1702 to schedule a time with an advisor today. Please see AdamsWealthAdvisors.com for more information on these recent awards. Advanced Heating and AC is honored to be named gold medalist for the best of Northern Utah in the AC HVAC category. They were named silver medalist for place to work and remodeler contractor. They thank you for your votes of confidence in their company. You have many choices when it comes to your home's heating and air conditioning system. Make sure you choose the gold medal winning company, Advanced Heating and AC. Call 752-7272 or stop by their showroom west of DI online at advancedheating-ac.com. Colonel? Good morning, sir. I see you found a way to keep our cannon out of the mud. Pavers, sir. As a mason, I used to lay them for courtyards and patios. Brilliant. Thank you. They hold up beautifully no matter how punishing the conditions. I can see that. Say, uh, after the war, think you'd be available to pave my patio at Mount Vernon? Stone pavers from Castellite really catch your eye. Do it yourself with the expert help at Castellite. For all your brick, block, rock, paver, and tile needs, go where the pros go. Castellite.com. The Karen Nielsen Guild Mortgage Team will help you find the loan to fit your life. Guild Mortgage offers hundreds of loan products for a wide variety of borrowers, including first-time home buyers, military families, and rural residents. Guild Mortgage also offers many state, county, and city housing programs that provide down payment assistance. At Guild, they work hard to deliver what matters most to you with a loan that fits your life. Call 435-294-2480 or Google Karen at Guild Mortgage. NMLS 3274 and 80226 equal housing lender. Jessup Insurance and Retirement Services. Let us guide you. 
Jessup Insurance has a local office with professionals that understand all the Medicare plans available to Utah and Idaho citizens. They simply make Medicare understandable at no additional cost. Call Jessup Insurance, 435-213-3200 or Google Jessup Insurance. Jessup Insurance and Retirement Services. Let us guide you. Welcome back to the University of Utah Rice Eccles Stadium. We are in the 4A state championship football game, Ridgeline and Dixie at the half. Ridgeline leading 25-6. to six. Defense for Ridgeline so far, I think Nick has done a very, very good job. Yeah, they've done a great job of keeping things in front of them. Now, Barbin is going to take those underneath routes, and they had kind of a good sustained drive going to the north end of the field, and they pop, hit some good pop passes, some good out routes. Barbin gets the ball out of his hand quick, and he throws a pretty strong ball. And this defensive secondary is just sitting soft and saying, we're going to give you the underneath stuff. We're going to try to keep everything in front of us. Now they did get one breakaway play. They got them all the way down to the 10 just that was, before half. And that was 64 yards. Yeah, 64-yard so, pass play where Mitchell got on the top side of our defensive back, Dylan May. Uh, we were able to bow our neck on that drive and, and get a stop after a costly penalty by Dixie. But, yeah, the defense has done a great job of creating some three and outs, creating some uh, turnover on downs in this game. But uh, good job by the Dick, uh, by the Ridgeline defense holding Dixie to six points in this half. Yeah, here's what I have statistically. Ridgeline they carried the ball 16 times for 120 yards. Keep in mind, 73 of those yards were by Noah's long one for a touchdown in the first quarter. So, again, 120 yards on the ground. They're all for Noah right now and he had 73 of them on one carry so besides that 73 they've done a pretty good job yeah, holding Noah in, in check yeah, his have. longest run after that 73 is only six yards so they've done a pretty solid job that way again Ridgeline with 16 carries 120 yards Dixie now has only carried the ball nine times and only 18 yards on the ground right now for for Dixie so Ridgeline definitely winning that battle on the passing Ridgeline um, has tried has attempted six or 22 passes for 16 completions. So 16 of 22 for 241 yards for Caden Cox and his receivers. And some missed opportunities to get the ball downfield a couple of times. Once yeah, Caden would have been wide open. Now keep in mind, later they ended in that up drive, scoring. They got some. So yep. in fact, was it that couple plays later when Will accidentally tackled Strat? No, the that, same drive? that was a different drive. That, that was the time they had to flip it out to Noah mm, you're to right. pick up the first down, and then they converted on third down and fourth down. They converted twice on third and Excuse once me. on fourth on that drive. Okay, so Ridgeline again, 16 of 22 in the air. So that's a 73% clip, 241 yards in the air. Dixie, 8 of 13 in the air for 62%, 121 yards in the air. Total offense, Ridgeline 361, Dixie 139. So if they don't play these games on paper, but this is playing out exactly to Ridgeline's averages pretty much for the, the last six games for sure. They've been extremely good on defense, only giving up about 12 points a game and putting up 50 a game. And right now they're on pace to do exactly that. And this Dixie defense, although they've done a pretty decent job of containing uh, Noah White, they have done, they have had some critical breakdowns in their secondary as Caden Cox has extended plays in the pocket, ran around, kind of scrambled a little bit, and and receivers have got over the top of the Dixie defense to give them some big plays on offense. One to Braylon Majors. One to Strat Simmons, who he only got tackled by Will Booth. And then Caden Cox has 
is in a pretty good rhythm, finding his wide receivers over the middle of the field as he goes for how many yards in the first half, Dave? 241. Yeah, 241 in the fourth. Caden's on pace to hit the 400-yard mark in this ball game, and Noah White is on pace to probably pick up 150. So you got the stars are showing are shining bright here for the Ridgeline at, offense. At least for Noah, as, as long as he can crack off another one of those, but he's got 120, 120 right now. Yeah, yep. so the, the playmakers are making plays for Ridgeline, and Dixie is having a hard time establishing a run game up front and and finding anything that's a deep threat over the top. They're just taking the, the short uh, underneath routes mostly to the sidelines um, against this Ridgeline defense, and it's only resulted in six points and one long sustained drive. Outside of that, Ridgeline has, has got the stops when they've needed them and uh, put this ball game at a 25-6 to six advantage. Word on, the, Ridgeline. word on the sidelines is that Jackson Olton is is out with a collarbone, uh, broken collarbone, which happened just right there on the 16-yard line towards the end of the half. It's a big it's a big loss for Ridgeline. We'll see if Criddle can come in and Criddle and that next play came in and made a big catch for a first down. He did, and I think you're going to see a lot of Will Booth out there in offense. Will is who came. They may in. go to Stratmore in this case. They absolutely could, and Will Booth is who substituted in the ball game when Braylon Majors broke his collarbone against Woodscross. And Will Booth is a very capable wide receiver. You can put him in the slot or the inside slot, and if he gets the ball into open field, he's a fast, he's a fast threat that can break a big one as well. He's not as, he's not as, uh, he's not that deep over the middle wide receiver threat like Jackson Olson is. You're not going to have that luxury anymore to send Jackson Olson over the middle of the field. You're going to have to rely on Mason Criddle and Will Booth to get the job done. But if they can establish a run game in the second half and drive out, grind out a couple of long drives. I mean, they can salt this game away with a touchdown or two in the third quarter Yep. as long as they keep playing stingy defense like they are. They absolutely could. we got 12 minutes remaining in this halftime and uh, being entertained by uh, drill teams from both schools, it looks like. So we'll have, we have a little bit more time to take some more breaks. We'll take a, another break and come back in just a moment. The Cater Shop's mission is for you to look your best. Buy one suit, get one free. Black Friday is coming early this year. Due to low inventory and high demand, we are launching our Black Friday deals now. Buy one suit, get one free on Slim Fit, Italian Wool, and Performance Stretch suits. Plus up to 30 to 50% off store-wide. Black Friday, buy one suit, get one free, going on now. The Cater Shop, because how you look is the first message you deliver. Black Friday, buy one suit, get one free, going on now. This is Dave Simmons for Les Olson Company. It's first and goal on the 10-yard line. Your team is poised to make the play of a lifetime. Your quarterback hands off to the running back who rushes right into a wall. Now the away team says they'll take the wall out of your way, but only after you hand them a suitcase full of cash. That's exactly how ransomware works. In 2020, half of all organizations were victims of a ransomware attack. Don't take risks. Take action with the Les Olson Security Suite. Get your free network assessment at lesolson.com. With over 423,000 Utahns who are at risk of missing a meal this holiday season, Planet Fitness is collecting food to donate to the Cash Community Food Pantry. Bring your canned food items to Planet Fitness and they'll thank you for your donation by offering a membership with no sign-up fees. Help them reach their goal of 1,000 pounds of food. Bring in canned food items before November 30th to sign up at Planet Fitness for free. Offer ends November 30th. Some combinations were just meant to go together. Chips and salsa, refrigerator and freezer, the internet and cat videos. 
At State Farm, there's another combination meant to go together, home and auto, as in combining your home and auto insurance with one agent, which leads to another combination, saving dollars and cents. Hi, I'm State Farm Agent Lana Powell. For a competitive quote on home, auto, and life insurance, call us at 752-7639. Lana Powell, State Farm Insurance. When it's important to make an impression, call on The Logo Shop. They specialize in designing and customizing your logo onto t-shirts, golf shirts, jackets, and hats. Your logo will look great on name brand apparel from Nike, Travis Matthew, Ogeo, North Face, Under Armour, and Carhartt. The Logo Shop can put your logo on literally thousands of items. Pens, water bottles, mugs, travel accessories, outdoor gear like Yeti coolers. Call on The Logo Shop and check out the possibilities. The Logo Shop. The logo Stop. The Logo Shop. Welcome back to Rice Eccles Stadium, University of Utah Ridgeline up twenty-five to six at the half. And uh, Nikolai, it's the half times here are a little harder because we have nothing to talk about the future. This is it. This is it. Yeah, we don't have to talk about games next week or anything well, like that. I, I, guess cup, I always got something to what talk you about, but <laughs> I got something to talk about. I got a for all those Ridgeline faithful out there, there's a big event on Friday or sorry, Saturday, November twentieth. There's a benefit dinner and auction that's going to be in benefit of the Ridgeline High School Booster Club. So for all those uh, parents, fans, anybody that wants to go and support the Ridgeline Booster Club, go sat, go to the school on Saturday, November 20th. Doors will open at 6 p.m. The dinner is at 6.30. Uh, go and support the Ridgeline Riverhawks. Contact Mike Hansen if you have any questions. But that's one event. The other thing we got to talk about is... Uh, you know, we got some winter sports yeah. knocking on the door. After this football game's over with, you're going to have about five of these kids that start on both, well, that start football are going to go playing some basketball games, and they're going to try to, oh, I'm looking down here. I, I can confirm Jackson Olsen has his pads off and his arm is in a sling. Mm. So he does have some kind of high shoulder injury that he's experienced. He is not going to return to this ball game, but... These boys are going to try to make a run at a state title in basketball, Dave. They absolutely are. As you mentioned, basketball tryouts has actually, have actually been going on all week, but they have a handful of these kids that will be coming in, and, and, and I'm assuming three of them will start, actually. And so they're going to jump right into basketball as of Monday. I thought that there was actually going to be games next week, but it's actually the week after that is when they start, and I believe it's on the 23rd of November. The first game will be down at the uh, – at UVU is, I think, the first yeah, one. Yeah, that's going to be their first ball game. And, they're, and then they're off and going, and it's full steam ahead on that. The uh, Ridgeline team is not out here. For some reason, Stratford is – oh, that's why. This is interesting. Strat's down yeah, he's uh, got to learn how to, to hold a, hold a uh, point after. Yeah, Jackson Olsen is the skilled guy that holds the PAT attempts. Uh Typically a wide receiver or a quarterback type position. Stratford is it's something else, isn't it? I mean, he's just learning I mean, on the fly. Well, now. it's you know, hey, who can kick? Well, I can kick. So he's punts for him. <laughs> who uh, who can return kicks? Oh, I can try it. He does it. Now he's down there holding holding point afters. I mean, in fact, when he was a freshman and a sophomore, he was the kickoff guy. He was the one kicking it as far as he could. So I mean, he's just kind of a jack of all trades out there doing it all. In his senior year, and he's probably like, yeah, I'll give it a shot. Funny, though. Goes to show you that he does have good hands. He's the kind of kid that you can kind of put somewhere, and he usually won't hurt you a whole lot. 
Well, it's a beautiful day down here, Dave. Sure is. I'm glad you moved us down from the box. We were supposed to call this game clear up in the in the press box, and that feels like it's a, it's a thousand dungeon. feet up there. I know, I know it's, it's warmer, but the thing is, is it's, it's perfect not day. Cold. No, we're not cold at all. In fact, I'm a little toasty in, the, in the hoodie. I wore some long sleeves. Well, don't got take the hoodie off. On. Your belly might show, and no, all these fans will leave. It's a, oh, you got, I got a long sleeve in. shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> what belly? I'm fit as a fiddle. I'll go down there and the show you a hundred yard dash right now. The cinnamon bear. To. Oh, you would pull a hammy at the thirty, guaranteed. Okay, if I had to, you're sprint, coming up lame. If I sprinted, okay, I'd come up lame by about the thirty. Yes, for if sure. If I could just just saunter, loaf it out. Yeah. I'd be heavy breathing by the end zone, but I could make it. <laughs> you could make it. You'd pull up Hammy on no, a jog. No. We know I that you play basketball like I, I like to cook a brisket. I could sprint the whole Low way. and slow. <laughs> I could sprint the whole way. You could not. I absolutely could. Sprint the whole way. The whole way. And, and I mean, I'm not going to say it's fast. <laughs> I ain't going to pull so, up So your sprint is, you know. No. It's a sprint. If you're doing your best. I'm running. The first 40 yards is like a 4-9. Four nine forty. Yeah, I think I could crank out a four nine forty. Would you like to wager uh, on this? Just some a nachos. We put some nachos on that. <laughs> four nine. I'm gonna I'm gonna say go one one thousand. You're at the five yard line. <laughs> Two one thousand. Maybe the ten. No. I don't think you're gonna make it. Four nine forty. How long does it take you to get up to speed? Half a second. <laughs> He's, he is just electric, folks. <laughs> Absolutely electric. <laughs> well, we last, got something to do then, I guess. Last year in football, I'm sitting there with all these 13-year-olds, and we got kids from a couple different schools coming to practice, mm-hmm. and we got some kids that are fast. Yeah. Fast, fast. So, and this, so this, they would have been about sixth grade then, right? Seventh. Seventh grade last year. Okay. Jackson's in. He's in he's sixth in, grade okay, right, right, time, right, right. Gotcha. So up. seventh grader. So seventh grader. So we got some kids. This kid from Skyview that's just really fast, mm-hmm. okay? So I says, okay, we're running sprints, you know, condition or whatever. I says, if anybody can beat me, you're done. You don't have to sprint no more, okay? Well, I get lined up with them, take off, I slip, okay? <laughs> I slip. You didn't throw on your cleats. About two of them beat me, two oh. seventh graders, okay? All right, next time. I'm like, that didn't count. <laughs> They still have to this sprint. This time, yeah, we still got to sprint. Well, we sprinted down one side of the field, and all our stuff's at the other end of the field, so might as well just sprint back, right? Right. I says, all right, nobody's beating me this time. This time I get dug in, get a good jump, and I am giving it everything I got. Still get beat by this kid. Uh, I don't doubt it. Well, see, some of these 13-year-olds are not the same 13-year-olds I played football against. No. You know, it, it reminds me, I helped coach this, this senior group in basketball grow at, since they were second or third grade. And at about seventh grade, I, I Steve Smith and I would have to jump in there with these kids just to do drills and things like that. I was taking elbows to the throat by, <laughs> by Peyton Knowles, and he's just standing there, you know, in a, yeah. kind of a power position. He's and doing turning. everything he's, you, you've taught him exactly. since he was in second grade. And I'm trying to guard the guy, and he's got like four elbows and five knees. And he's 13 years and old. And he's 13 years old, and I looked at Steve, and I'm like, I don't think I can do this anymore. <laughs> just gassed. And now I'm coaching my youngest, and he's a sixth grader. And trying to run drills with those guys, I'm sweating like a pig. <laughs> and so I'm trying to explain things. I'm like, hold on. Hey, just give me a second. Just give me a second. 
And then I try to explain some things, and here these little kids are just running they circles. They just are wondering if you're going to die or not. Well, that's the thing about you running sprints. It's not only a hammy. At, at this age, it's a it's cardiac a arrest. cardiac arrest. It's also a uh, Achilles. Oh, have you heard don't of those? Even say that. Those will don't roll right up your calf. <laughs> they pop, and I, my buddy did it, and he said, "I thought the ball." Popped. He was playing basketball. He goes, I thought the ball popped for some reason, but it rolled right up the back of his calf. You're out a year with that. At least your I golf say put me season down. is over. Just, just put me down. Yeah, just put like me an down. old cow. Yeah, yeah. Just take you out back and hit you over just the head with a hammer. <laughs> with a ball peen hammer hole. while he's eating a sausage. Throw you right in the hole. That's it. Here, there's a there's a quote for you from a movie. Can you come up with it? Hit oh, him over no. the head with a ball peen hammer while he was eating a sausage. <laughs> no. Fletch that lives. Accent, That's Fletch Lives. Yeah. The, what that accent is. That's how he's is he from New York? He's the, no, he's down he's south. Boston? He's down south and he's shaking with his Texas? voice shakes. He's like, no, they were like Louisiana. Okay. Hit him over the head with a ball peen <laughs> hammer while he was eating a sausage. I don't even think that's close. <laughs> I don't know. That's a great line. Well, if you pull, if you blow your Achilles out. Uh, put me down. Tell Tell your sweet wife I'd that'll do. I'd be willing when to. I got a kidney stone, I thought it was all over. I had no idea, and I said, "Well, I got to start saying my goodbyes." A kidney stone is a jagged shard of calcium <laughs> formed abnormally in the kidney, and this jagged piece pushes its way. What's that from? Until it comes out the Seinfeld. Seinfeld. We'll, uh, we got a minute 15 remaining in this half, and <laughs> you've probably heard enough out of us. It's off the rails right Yeah, now. it is. We'll be back in one minute for the kickoff. <laughs> T-shirts are more popular than ever. The one that has the perfect statement or a one-of-a-kind design. They really do make you look. Great Basin Graphics has the best screen printers and equipment creating custom, retail-quality shirts at great prices. Employees look great, and clients will always wear high-quality T-shirts advertising your product or service. Great Basin Graphics design, screen print, and embroider everything and anything. Google Great Basin Graphics or visit their new location at 966 West 400 North. Your Cash and Box Elder County McDonald's are proud to support local high school athletics and wish all the local teams the best of luck this season. Your local McDonald's is hiring. Work for McDonald's and let McDonald's work for you. Enjoy flexible hours, tuition reimbursement for continuing education, plus meals and other perks. Management positions are available. Apply at careers.mcdonalds.com today. That's careers.mcdonalds.com. Or apply in person. McDonald's and its franchisees are equal opportunity employers committed to a diverse and inclusive workforce. Ridgeline leading 25-6 to at the half here at Rice-Eccles Stadium in the state 4A championship football game. And one more half to play before Ridgeline can claim the coveted state championship trophy. And they are one. They are a couple men down now. Coming into the game, they were down Tanner Paskett, which is a shame for Ridgeline to lose him on that defensive end. That poor kid. Yeah. He, he blew his ACL out and uh, I heard it two was like, years ago. Oh, yes, on the other knee. In in basketball to end kind of towards the end of the basketball season. He missed his sophomore year of football and then recovered and came back for his junior year of football. And now towards the end of the junior year of football, I mean, you hate to say this about a 17-year-old kid. That might be the last time he plays football ever nope, again. No, I won't say it. I, he's he's too, and that's a family where his dad is a strength is, coach, he and I mean, is he's gonna, he, he is determined be, that he will be back. He'll be on the recovery path, focused on his senior year, just laser focused on yep. his senior year of football. And whether he comes back 
for half the season or if he happens to make it back for the whole season. I'll be shocked, one, based on the diagnosis that I had heard had went down. I mean, I heard it was it was a major, major knee yeah. injury and a broken broken yeah, tibia. I, I heard ACL, MCL, the whole thing, the and whole, then a broken bone as well. Yeah, I mean, that's... That's a long road to recovery, but, yeah, you the guarantee they'll be focused on getting him back. The other injury, if you're just tuning in, Jackson Olson has has a broken collarbone from what we understand. He's, his pads are off, and he is in a sling on the sideline. So, also, another thing that could come up in that is making sure that um, the replacement personnel, I'm thinking Jack or uh, Mason Criddle is ready to roll. But just knowing, okay, uh, on the point after team, Make sure you're in there. You know, don't don't forget about things. It can Strat, happen. Strat Simmons is going to be holding for the PATs. They might just go for two from here on out. They very well could, they, uh, especially because of the – they've missed a couple. They've missed a point after. It's 25-6, to six, and so numbers-wise, that could work out for them. Uh, still getting set for the kickoff. Not really sure what's going on here. TV. No TV guy's not out there. Nope, no TV. Now look where the, uh, the everybody's up right now, maybe just anticipating a uh, onside kick. Oh, I think until they break. Just until they break huddle. Yeah, I would assume. And, yep, they'll break it out, and now Dixie will space out a little more, and we'll see if Aaron will pooch this one up or if he'll get the bounces coming. I like the bounce, personally. I, like, I personally like the bounce as well if you're going to try to squib it or not kick it deep. Yeah. We'll see what he does here. As here we are about to get set for the second half. 25-6 to six is the Ridgeline lead. There's and the it bounce. is a bounce. And it's fielded on a good bounce to the, at the five-yard line. Ooh. It upended Jackson Hollingsworth. Tripping him up and bringing him down. It'll be started at the 35-yard line for Dixie. Jackson Hollingsworth is just a He's a beast, isn't beast. he? you got to love those seniors just yeah, saying, hey, coach, put me in. You know, it reminds me of last year. And those seniors, sorry, Dave, go ahead. Yeah, Barbin in the shotgun. I do want to get back to that. Yeah, two receivers to either direction. They're going to run a sweep to the left side to Anderson. He keeps stringing it out. They still don't get him, and he's down the sideline. And finally, Simmons comes over and fumble, the fumble is that, out, and it is in. That, no, that, oh, they're going to mark him out of bounds. The ball was rolling down the sideline and picked up by Luke Oh, I think they Luke marked Jacobson. the player out of bounds. As Strat Simmons comes over, but this a fly sweep. The best one they've had. Too. The best one they've had all game. They get the fly sweep into, who is that, Dave? Number four. Anderson. That's Anderson's hands, and he gets down the Ridgeline sideline for a big game. 33-yard game for Anderson. This time they're going to give it up the middle and coming in and upending the play, um, upending Takao, I think, was Will Booth. Yeah, it was Will Booth and, J- and Luke Sorensen. I tell you what, Luke Sorensen has had his way on that right side of the offensive line with number 55 at the right tackle. And he has made a bunch of plays tonight, today for this Ridgeline defense. Ball on 28-yard line of Ridgeline on that big run. And again up the middle. Takao again is going to get positive yards, and that's going to be close to the first down. Yeah, so establishing a little bit of a run game here. Three plays in a row with the run. One a fly sweep and two to Takao. Got the ball down almost inside the red zone for Dixie. Good job starting this first half. Yep. Last uh, second half, half, Ridgeline was able to hold Dixie out when they got into the red zone one time. This time they're going to give it coming left. And Takao has room, and he's being brought down by 
uh, Dylan May and Luke Jacobson. Yeah, he's getting into the second level. Another first down conversion there for Dixie, but Will Booth tries to run underneath the block and get home early for a tackle for loss, but Takao's able to break his tackle and get into the second level and pick up a first down for Dixie's offense. Ball on the 14-yard line. They're running right this time, and Luke Sorensen in the backfield, bringing down Anderson at the 20-yard line. I tell you what, again, Luke Sorensen has his way with number 55 over there for Dixie. That's Alex Aldridge. Aldridge. Luke Sorensen has played extremely well at the left-hand defensive position for Ridgeline's defense. This time gets a tackle for about a five-yard loss on Anderson on the fly sweep. Ball on the 20-yard line now, second down and 15. Scoreboard said 16. Barbin brings Anderson in motion. Fake it to him. Now go up the middle to Takao. Jackson 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 Olson. Or Jackson Hollingsworth Hollingsworth. lit up Anderson. But Takao methodically makes his way all the way to the end zone. They fake the handoff to Anderson. And Jackson Hollingsworth Hollingsworth just lit him up. Oh, he did. He may have put Anderson out of the game right here. As Anderson doesn't expect Hollingsworth to come up from his outside linebacker and hit him. But as they fake the fly sweep. Any play action to a player, he is a running back at that point. Yeah. If they're going to fake it to him, he has to be ready. And Jackson Olsen comes up and pops him right in the head. But as he does, Takao takes the handoff. Here it is. Here's your instant replay. Oh, he didn't. He hit him clean. Clean as a whistle right there. Shoulder to shoulder. Just knocks him on his back. And Takao just kind of scampers off the left side of the Dixie line. Yeah, Strat misses the tackle. And Dylan Mays in soft coverage. So Dixie, first drive of the half in this second half, takes it straight down the field. Six run plays in a row, I want to say, Dave, and gets it into the end zone, bringing their score to 12, 25 to 12 here to start the second half. They're going for two yep, here. They're going for two right here. They had they tried one earlier and missed it. Barbin in the shotgun. Give it to Takao up oh, the middle, and Hollingsworth. Jackson Hollingsworth down around the legs. Excellent job by Hollingsworth. Yeah, this time Jackson elects not to go for the fake fly sweep. And he bites down on the dive play to Cal, and he makes the tackle for a loss, keeping the score for Dixie at 12. And Ridgeline still has a 25-12 lead with 10 minutes to go in this second, uh, third quarter. We'll be back for the kickoff in just a moment. Always the best prices on the best parts at your locally owned Preston to Providence Napa Auto Parts. A five-quart jug of Napa Full Synthetic 530 Motor Oil, $19.99. Heavy-duty Napa 1540 Engine Oil, $12.49 a gallon. A 100-piece screwdriver set, $19.99. Stock up on Blue Heat Ice Melt, 50-pound bag, only $8. A Maxi-Track Remote Control Crawler, $49.99. These deals and a whole lot more at any of the five locally owned Preston to Providence Napa Auto Parts. My name is Sabrina, and I'm a student at New Horizons Beauty College. I've learned all sorts of things, how to have more patience and understanding with others, but I've also learned a lot of different techniques having to deal with hairstyling, nails, coloring, chemical services, and the most rewarding thing, seeing your improvement and then seeing what you've done to others and how like happy it makes them. My name is Sabrina, and I recommend becoming a student at New Horizons Beauty College. Welcome back to Rice Eccles Stadium. Stop working, Dave. I know. You can't be working. Well, I I know, and I even took the day off. But people don't think I'm, they don't know I'm not working. And so I just need to be able to say, hey, I'm busy. You got a churro? (laughs) And a Coke. How are you going to do this? (laughs) 
You gonna put yourself on mute and just let me go? I'm telling you what, folks. Aren't we a timeout? First game of the season, Nick's working on nibs. Look, you can hear this. Like, you can hear the cellophane right now. Oh, my gosh. And he's getting fries. You guys, this is chaos. This is absolute chaos. Nick's, well, turn off your mic at least if you're going to work on lunch. I got you some fries. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it's I've heard it all. We're the last game of the season. You know we still have a basketball season to go, right? Here comes the kick. It's going to be fielded. Nope, it's into the end zone. Braylon Majors was back with uh, Landon Kimball as Jackson Olsen would normally be back there. So we'll see how Ridgeline does on their first series of the second half. We have 10 minutes to play in the third quarter. Ridgeline leading 25-12. Gave up a very quick touchdown to Dixie to start that second half. Yeah, wasn't that six or seven rushes in a row for Dixie? Establishing the run game early in this second half. Yeah, they they did. They they uh, ran it every time. I know they did not throw it. I don't know how many plays it took, but they did not throw the ball. Cox in the shotgun. He's got a full house back there with him. They're going to give it to White, and White's going to push forward and get about two. They love running that little dive play on first down. Yeah, they do. Right over the center, number 56 from his defensive end position. That time, that's uh, Cole Stewart. Makes a good play on Noah White as he comes downhill. There's really nothing that's faking them away from the dive. Typically, you run a dive kind of sweet combination like Dixie mm-hmm. is running. Yeah, like but Dixie they're just does. running straight dive. And that DN's coming downhill hard. Again, the shotgun is Cox. They're going to bring a man in motion, give it back up up the field oh to boy. Noah White. He's into the secondary. He's got Simmons getting the block. He's to the 45 to the 50 and steps out of bounds. Yeah, and it's basically the exact same play they ran on the play before. This time the offensive line is able to get a push, and they get a little bit of daylight for Noah White right over the center of the ball, basically, and he breaks into the secondary, makes one jump cut, gets to the outside, and scampers out of bounds for what, 25, 30. 30 yards there. He's close to 100. He's over 150. Going to get to probably 200 in this ball game. They keep handing him the ball. Shotgun, Cox. Simmons by himself on the left. They're going to bring. I've never seen this formation. Yeah, nobody's on the right except for some compact tight ends. Running left. They're going to set up the, uh, the uh, screen play to Will Booth, and it was well covered. Yeah, well covered and well pursued by the defensive line of Dixie. As the DN and the outside linebacker on the left side don't bait, don't bite on the play fake back to the left, and they just pursue upfield and get in Caden Cox's face, drive him into the dirt as he tries to flip it out to Will Booth, bringing so, up a second and ten. It's two receivers on the right side, Simmons by himself on the left, which is the strong side of the field. Noah White right next to Cox in the shotgun. Ball on the Dixie 48. Looking, looking right, he's got Booth. Down the sideline, pushed out of bounds at about the 41-yard oh, line. Yeah, he just selects to get it out to his tight end, Will Booth, on the ridgeline sideline as he just sits underneath the corner and takes the soft little arrow route to the sideline, and Caden Cox gets it to him on time and is able to pick up seven. Yep, third, third and three. three. Third and three ball on the 41-yard line of Dixie. And Cox again in the shotgun. Two receivers to either direction. Give it to White on that right side. Trying to bounce to the outside. Get enough for the first. Yes, he does. Needed about needed three. He got about four, maybe even five. Yeah, they wanted to run that inside, and there was nothing there. So Noah White just selects to bubble it to the outside, and he's fast enough to get to the edge of the defense and pick up four yards for a first down. Give him four on that one. Ball now marked on the 37-yard line, first and ten. 
A nice sustained drive here is just what the doctor ordered for Ridgeline. Yeah, you got to answer that drive of Dixie yep. with Le- one of your own. Leading 25-12 to 12 with nine minutes left in the third quarter. Cox in the shotgun. Again, give it to White. And he's brought down at the line of scrimmage. Somebody yeah. came in from that left, right side. Yeah, I tell you what, that defensive end for Dixie is extremely good ball player. Number 45, Cade Hansen. I've called his name a handful of times already in this game, but he comes from his defensive end position. And there's nothing that is making him think it's anything other than a dive to Noah White. And so when you're running inside zone, you're not blocking the backside defensive end. And that's where Cade Hansen's playing. He's just making enough plays, or he's. He's breaking down hard enough to get to that inside zone play. You typically want to run underneath him, but we're just not getting there in time. Trips on the right side. It's actually the short side of the field, so kind of compact over there. Caden stepping forward. He's going to overthrow Noah. Throws it right to Jeremione over there on the sideline. As he had Noah White, kind of ran, runs a little bit of a wheel route to the Ridgeline sideline as he gets to the sideline and then heads up. Caden Cox is unable to connect with him but bringing up a just third third and set third, third and, ten. and ten kind of a quiet crowd right now everybody's just kind of settled in and comfortable ridgeline really needs a big couple plays right here i'm assuming yeah, again they're in four down territory. territory yeah pick up half and put it in a manageable fourth down position trips to the left this time nope now will comes from the left side back to the right cox in the scotch now he's going to send will back to that left side Go outside to White, gets a block from Alice, gets a block from Simmons, and from Lundahl out there pulling out to make some good Painter, blocks. you got Painter out there as well. Okay, good job. Yeah, instead of Alice, you got the right side of the offensive line with Alex Lundahl and Levi Painter setting up a little bit of a, a running back screen as you motion Will Booth from the right to the left. You take a defender with you, and all that's left over there is the cornerback and an outside linebacker. And when you get those two big linemen going downfield, Noah White's going to be able to pick up the first down. In the shotgun again is Cox going to give it to, no, fake it to White, and Caden's going to run it up the middle, and he is, or comes over to the right side of the line, and he's going to slide down to about the 19. Yep. Is that what they're going to give him? Yeah, they're going to give him the 19. But, Dave, that's what's going to keep those defensive ends honest. If they just keep diving at the dive, if they keep diving at Noah White and sliding down inside, the quarterback has to pull it out of Noah White's belly. Caden Cox and and get to the edge of the defense as they crash inside and that time Caden Cox does a great job and hopefully it'll keep those DNs a little more honest and allow Noah White to get underneath them in that zone blocking scheme second and four ball on the 19 yard line Ridgeline spreads three guys out to the left Criddle in on the first man in the slot and whistles blown and looks like yeah Ridgeline's going to call a timeout and talk over this play uh, some a couple times it looks like they haven't been able to relay it in quick enough, and so they're going to take a quick break. Twenty-five to twelve, Ridgeline in the lead. Nick needs some French fries. We'll take a break and be back in just a moment. More and more people are turning to CashValleyDaily.com for their source of information on what's going on in our community. They're finding relevant news online and on the Cash Valley Daily app. From what's happening in local political elections to breaking news that you don't have to wait a few days to read about to photo galleries of the latest games. If it's happening in our community, it's on CashValleyDaily.com and on the free Cash Valley Daily app. Local, relevant news, online, on time, all the time. CashValleyDaily.com Adams Wealth Advisors' entire team says... 
Thank you, Cash Valley, for voting them the best financial planner in the Best of Northern Utah competition. Honesty and integrity is the hallmark of Adams Wealth Advisors. Let them earn your trust today. This is Craig Adams. At Adams Wealth Advisors, we are here to help you receive peace of mind, whether you've done a lot of planning or a little planning. Count on our team at Adams Wealth Advisors for honesty, professionalism, and integrity. Visit AdamsWealthAdvisors.com or call 752-1702 to schedule a time with an advisor today. Please see AdamsWealthAdvisors.com for more information on these recent awards that's probably crazier than those kids getting the preferred walk on the strat doesn't have any looks okay welcome back to <laughs> welcome back to Are we back on right well, there and we're back <laughs> and nick's still working on those french fries so i'll okay, take it I'm from done. here <laughs> second and four ball in the 19 yard line for ridgeline and they're actually waiting for the uh, tv guy to give him the green light and he does so here we go Cox in the shotgun. No White right next to him on his left. Actually, a step befr- in front of him. Bring Majors in motion from the left side to the right. Now he goes back to the left. Fake a handoff to him. And they've got Noah White in the flats, and they missed a couple of guys. I thought a couple of guys were open in the end zone. Caden decides just to go on the shorter one, and he'll get how many out of that, Nick? Yeah, about three, bringing up a third and two. But Caden has been quite conservative with his passes. Anything downfield has just been wide open, wide receivers. He hasn't stretched it deep into the secondary on somebody that's guarding. Sometimes you just got to throw it in a spot and trust that your wide receiver is going to go make a play. Ball on the 17-yard line. Still, it's third and two. I'm oh, assuming this one's no, going to Noah. No safety help. Fake it to, or give it to Noah. He pushes forward, and that's enough. He needed two. He got about three. Yeah, it was, and that's a great job by Noah White as, as Dixie decides to stack the box with about eight or nine kids. Noah White finds just enough space to get downhill and pick up the first down and chew more clock in this third quarter as we're down to almost less six minutes to go in this third. 25-12, Ridgeline still in the lead. As Nick says, six minutes left in this third quarter. Receivers spread, er, strung all the way out to each sideline pretty close. Cox in the shotgun. Now he's looking left. Stepping forward. He's got Simmons wide open. open. Touchdown. Yeah, and I don't know. I see the Dixie defenders back there arguing with each other. Number eight, Mitchell, and the free safety, number three. That's Gage Dempsey. They're both with their arms in the air wondering what each other are doing, but Strat Simmons from his wide receiver position all the way on the Dixie sideline runs just a simple post route to the center of the field, and neither that's, defender go with him. That's been open a lot, a whether lot. it was Jackson, uh, Olsen, or Strat. or Strat. It's open in that middle of that field. Well, when you're in a trips look and you put two kids to the sideline, it looks like you're getting so much pressure put on your defense out to the edge, but you got to protect the middle of the field. And when Dixie gets so spread out like that, and the safety and the corner try to attack those outside routes, the wide receiver's wide open They're going to go middle. for two, fake the pitch. Now Caden's got to come back. Can find Strafford in the end zone yep, again. Two-point conversion, good. Yeah, but That again, was not supposed to go that way. No, they wanted play action to the right. They had Will Booth and Peyton Knowles over here in the corner of the end zone, but covered up quite well by Dixie. So, again, Caden Cox extends the play with his legs, gets back to his left, and finds Strat Simmons dragging over the center of the field and is able to get the connection for the two-point conversion and the 33-12 to lead and the good answer to Dixie's touchdown to start the second half. That jumbotron is fun, isn't it? get to be able to look back and see some of those plays that in the over the course of a high school season you don't normally get to see 
and it's fun. They got Strat up there drinking a beverage with that big old mop on his head. He says his football helmet doesn't fit if he cuts it, so he's got to keep it. You don't say, oh, it wouldn't fit if he cut it. I got you. Yeah, it'd be too big. You know, if I'm his basketball coach, I'm making his cut his head. Well, they do make him cut Okay, good. uh, He would would prefer to put it in a headband and go with it. He thinks it's his signature. completely (laughs) unruly. I'm like, you might find a Rice Krispie in that thing. (laughs) 33-12, Ridgeline in the lead. 5.48 remaining in the third quarter. These games during the lunch hour are not fair. Because you're hungry? You got, well, you're well, working I mean, on a churro got, and some fries and a beverage. What else do you want? Normally, you know, early, din- late dinner time, so you can get something to eat just before. But 11 a.m., come on. You're hungry in any game. Okay. There's a drive of a kick. It That's, does go over oh. and into the end zone. Good job by Aaron Young. That's our best kickoff result of the year right there. Right there. He had one other guy he got to the end zone. Yeah, but it was on a penalty. That doesn't count. No, it wasn't. There yeah. was. I remember there was one that we were all really excited okay, about. Okay, maybe you're right. But, yeah, and I'm not sure they let him have let him turn it loose more than five times. No. Six times maybe on the season. So that one he did, and he bulleted it into the end zone. Barbin in the shotgun. He's got two receivers on the left side, one on the right. And they're going to look at a fake a reverse. They're going to try to go downfield oh. on the coverage. Is ja- is oh, is uh, Ashton, Ashton McFarland, McFarland, and he was really good play. That was out there making a play on the ball. Yeah. So the first time you see the Dixie off- offense try to stretch the field vertically, other than the one-on-one matchup with Mitchell, this time they go to uh, number two. Yeah, that's uh, Kesterson. Yeah, Derek Kesterson down the Dixie sideline, but Ashton McFarland is running step for step with him. Great defense by Ashton. Barbin again in the shotgun. Two receivers to either direction. They're going to delay handoff up the middle, and coming up to make the tackle eventually is Jackson Hollingsworth. And a little extracurriculars going in on there. J.T. White. J.T. White in there? Yeah, J.T. White checking in the ballgame for Will Booth, giving him a bit of a breather. But this time, Dixie catches the... Ridgeline defenders, especially those linebackers, bailing into coverage, runs a little draw play to pick up eight. Who was that draw play to? Did you 21, 21, I Okay, that's Christian. This time they do give it to him again up the middle, and he's going to have enough for a first down. Oh, so Bridger he, Hammond getting into it after the play. <laughs> he got about three yards on that one. So that's going to be bring up a first down and ten from the 32. Three-yard line of Dixie. Yeah, and Dixie working with some tempo here, trying to get the offense in a little bit of a rhythm. Yep, trailing Dixie, trailing 33 to 12 here, with five minutes to play in the in the uh, third quarter. Barbin looking across the middle. Now he's being flushed out. He's got a little bit of room to run. They come up and make the hit and tackle. That's uh, number Cam Craney coming up to make that tackle. Yeah, they haven't been able to get to Barbin in the backfield and draw a sack. This time he escapes the three-man rush and gets downfield. That's the, that's the problem with a three-man line. You'll create a lot of running lanes for that running quarterback, and if he's able to, he can pick up yards on the ground, and he picks up eight. Second and two, ball on the 41-yard line. This time another delay handoff, and brought oh, up. Fumble. That ball came out oh, again. They keep, the ball keeps coming out, but it's always right when they're hitting the ground. It does, and this time they, they determined the runner was down before the ball popped out. But Luke Sorensen from his defensive end, I can't tell you how good he has played in replacement to Tanner Paskett in this game. He has made a lot of plays out there at his defensive end spot, and this time he lassoes the running back to the ground, causes the fumble, but he's he's down before it pops out, just bringing t- up second and ten. Yeah, just a two-yard gain there, ball on the 43-yard oh, no line. Game. Oh, And fake down. the fly sweep, Barbin dropping back, trying to go 
Outside, he's got his man caught. Is he out of bounds before he caught it? No, he was he was, he was bobbling, he was. I thought, when he was coming out of bounds. But yeah, they do give him the catch. We're going to get an instant replay here to see if he had secured the catch before he did go out of bounds. But this time he just connects with his wide receiver who's been targeted over and over, Mitchell, on the ridgeline sideline, kind of on a deep, deep comeback route to pick up a first down. Another first down for Dixie here as they sustain another good drive here in the third quarter. Into Ridgeline territory now to the 44-yard line. And Barbin in the shotgun fakes the handoff, looking on a crossing route to his Ooh, man. A good play. Ashton McFarland hits the ball and the man at the exact same time. Yeah, I got to say, Ashton McFarland's played a heck of a game too so far. He's, he's played a little bit of soft coverage with the last two attempts to that Dixie sideline they've attacked Ash McFarland and he's made two great plays at his cornerback position one running hip hip for hip with a deep route this time jumping on a shallow slant route in front of him knocking the ball out of the wide receiver's hands second and 10 ball on the ridgeline 44 yard line Dixie sustaining their drive 322 remaining in the third quarter ridgeline leading 33 12 Barbin dropping back trying to get his man on an out route and he uh, overthrow well he underthrows him let him out a little to the sideline a little bit too far, and that's an incompletion bringing up a third and ten. Yeah, they run a combination route, arrow or sorry, corner, corner and an out route with their two wide receivers to the left, and one of the few errant balls yep. from Barbin that he hasn't thrown on target. He had one in in the second or the first quarter, I believe, at out of bounds on a fourth down. Barbin again in the shotgun, three receivers on the right side. Looking over the middle, he's got a wide open man coming up to make the tackle. Dylan oh. May misses it. Oh. And Will Booth makes oh. a big hit, but they're going to get a first down out of this. Yeah, they are. Will Booth with a physical tackle as he throws number 18 for Dixie. Straight to the turf. I mean, did you hear the thud when yeah, he hit the hit. ground? It was a good hit. Yeah, uh, uh, Dylan May unable to make the tackle, and Will Booth comes up and just... Hucks him to the ground. Who caught that That ball? was number 18. That was Mason Kesterson. Kesterson. It's a 12-yard gain for Kesterson. Now they're running that right. That is a hold. And they're going to get a – that ball's out again. Oh, Ashton boy. Marlin has picked it up, and he's heading the other way to the 40, down to the 30-yard line before he's uh, out of bounds. Oh, steps out of bounds. On yeah. a fumble. They've dropped the ball five times in the At game. least. At least. And they've been lucky to keep possession of those balls that they put on the turf. But this time the instant replay shows number 21. Yeah, that's uh, that's Cam Craney gets his arm and swats that baby. Yeah, he is not down. He is not down. And Ashton McFarland is there for the scoop and picks it up and returns at another 20, 30 yards. What a big play for the defense coming up big after giving up some first downs there. And now they have field position at the Dixie 34-yard line. Yeah, but I'm glad that instant replay confirmed to everybody that their ball carrier was not down as Cam Craney gets his right arm in there and just rips it out of the running back. That's number 21, Christian, who had the ball for Dixie and had picked up some positive yards before Cam Craney ripped it out of there. You know, it's funny. By Ash I was looking at stats and stuff before this game in preparation, and I saw a lot of fumbles you on this. You prepare for this? You bet I do. <laughs> I saw a lot of fumbles um, on this team, and I thought maybe that could hurt them. In the sh- in the shotgun is Cox. He gives it to Noah White, and he's stacked up Nowhere immediately. To go. It's almost Uh-oh. like they—he's oh, still Uh-oh. up. It's almost like they went too quick. Like the the line wasn't quite ready to make their blocks. Yeah, they try to run a little zone inside zone play over the middle of the offensive formation. There's nowhere for Noah to go, but man, he gets hit, and he he continues to drive his feet and drive his feet, and eventually they got him down but it was well after initial contact 
So second and ten. Ball. Eleven. Eleven. You're right. Loss. That was a one-yard loss. So second and eleven. Ball on the 35-yard line of Dixie. Ridgeline in pretty good position here. You're looking over the middle. They've got Peyton Knowles. He's going to be upended at about the 22-yard line. That's good for a first down. Yeah, the middle of this D- Dixie defense has really been put on a bind. As she got Mason Criddle running a corner route. And is that Braylon Majors? Yeah, that's Braylon Majors on the edge running a deep go route. And it really puts that safety, to forces him to go help with those two routes. And then Peyton Knowles from his tight end position just runs a little kind of shallow out route. He's wide open in the middle of the field. Ball on the 22-yard line. Caden fakes the handoff. He's oh. now looking over the middle. He's going to try to get one. it to Stratford. Oh, Touchdown. wow. That was in the bread basket, and, and Braylon Majors actually elevated to try to catch it, and Strat had it just drop right into his hands. Good concentration. Yeah, again, they got they got two levels of two levels of the same route being ran by the two wide receivers to the left. Braylon Majors is running a shallow kind of post route, and Strat Simmons is running a deep post route over the top of Braylon Majors. And Caden Cox sees the safety bite on the initial slant, uh, pu- the shallow post route. He throws it up over the top to Strat Simmons for another touchdown over the middle of the field against this Dixie defense. And Strat's second touchdown. He's got 99 yards receiving right now. Cox in the shotgun up under, or excuse me, he's up under center. Oh, fumble. He loses the ball and it comes out and it drops. There's a flag on the far yeah, side. That's a legal motion. On Ridgeline? Yeah, Braylon Majors, I think, was running forward as the ball was snapped. So it's going to be... So two-point conversion, no good. And Ridgeline is up 39-12. to 12. That's, Boy, the, the point-afters and the two-point conversions for both teams have been very suspect in this ballgame. I'd say they have. We A very have, odd score, isn't it? 39-12. Yes, it, it really is. Minute 38 remaining in the third quarter. Look at this pass right into the bread basket. Excellent concentration. Was a beautiful ball. Per- perfectly thrown ball by Caden Cox. You think he overthrew Braylon? I don't. I, don't he I think he was looking at Strat. Strat. I think he was looking at Strat. Yeah, the Dixie defense has had a heck of a time trying to cover those wide receivers of Ridgeline running over the middle of the field. Whether it's Strat Simmons, Jackson Olson, Braylon Majors, Peyton Knowles. I mean, you got a herd of them out there. What's what's uh, like a flock of of river hawks? Well, probably a flock. A flock? Yeah. yeah. Maybe a gaggle. Okay. <laughs> I'm probably going a flock, though. Flock? I think they're a flock. Flock of hawks. I don't know. Somebody's going to have to look that one up for us. A uh, kickoff coming for Ridgeline, leading 39-12. to 12, And Aaron Young getting set to kick. Let's see what they try to do here. If he let, they let him turn it loose. They do, but he gets under this one. It's going to be fielded by Anderson at about the 8. That's not Anderson. But it's another quick little guy, and he's going to be pushed out of bounds. That's number 36, uh, Zion Bringhurst, 5'5". So they go from Anderson at 5'7 to 5'5", Zion, what did I say his last name was? Bringhurst? Bringhurst. He looked like Darren Sproles. Yeah, he did. Little guy. Is Anderson still out? He got lit up by Jackson Hollingsworth. I think he is. I think I told you. I don't think he'd come back in the game. Twenty-nine yard line right now for uh, Dixie. A little quick pass to number fifteen, and that's complete. Oh, and we're, we're going to mark this thing at the twenty thirty-four. Yeah. Okay, so that is a five-yard pass play from Barbin. 
to 21. I'll get him down just one second. Barbin now looking, and he's brought down in the backfield on the sack. Is that Luke Sorensen again? Yeah, it is. He's been everywhere. He has been everywhere. He has been extremely good stopping the run. And I know Travis Cox wants to wants to get that kid focused on football because he can be a next level type athlete. You just put if he put on some pounds, he would be so good at that yeah. defensive end. If there's one weakness, he's just a little bit undersized. Think about him and Paskett next year on those two edges. Oh boy, Barbin being chased again by Sorensen, still chased. He's trying to throw it back across his Pick. body. Oh. And almost picked. Uh, who's on that play? Is that Craney? Craney, yeah, yeah Cam, Cam Craney, Craney in defense. But you got Luke Sorensen again putting pressure on Barbin and Jackson Hollingsworth giving pursuit as well as they make him, they flush him out to his right and it draws the incompletion in the fourth and nine. Fourth and nine, a punt situation. Going back to kick it for Dixie is uh, Jonathan uh, Bibiano. Strat Simmons goes back. He's standing on the 36 yard line. There's the snap. Here comes the kick. It's a low one. Oh, this Strat is might Nope. He calls a fair catch and catches it right at the 35-yard line. So Ridgeline's going to get another chance to pile on some more points, leading 39-12. to 12. This feels like a vic- imminent victory right this, now. This is, uh, I'm not going to count chickens. You got, you got the ball basically in the fourth quarter, and you're up by 27. You let this one get away from you, you've had an extreme... Yeah. Meltdown of, Egg laying. of sorts that are, yeah, epic proportions. Epic proportions. Yeah, melt- hither unheard of. What is that? On? <laughs> hither to un- hither to unheard of. <laughs> Hand off to Noah White. Still trying to find his way up the middle. He's broken it twice for yeah. big yards. Yeah. But for the most part, they've all been around one or two, three yards. That one was three. Yeah, he's up. He's getting close to the two hundred yard mark. But this uh, ridge line offense, when you got a back like Noah White, you got a twenty seven point lead going into the fourth. You're in a great position to salt this one away with a drive that queues up about six minutes, Dave. They're getting the end zone. It's over. 39-12. to 12, Ridgeline up going into the fourth quarter. We'll be back to the fourth in just a moment. Advanced Heating and AC is honored to be named gold medalist for the best of Northern Utah in the AC HVAC category. They were named silver medalist for place to work and remodeler contractor. They thank you for your votes of confidence in their company. You have many choices when it comes to your home's heating and air conditioning system. Make sure you choose the gold medal winning company, Advanced Heating and AC. Call 752-7272 or stop by their showroom west of DI online at advancedheating-ac.com. Colonel? Good morning, sir. I see you found a way to keep our cannon out of the mud. Pavers, sir. As a mason, I used to lay them for courtyards and patios. Brilliant. Thank you. They hold up beautifully no matter how punishing the conditions. I can see that. Say, uh, after the war, think you'd be available to pave my patio at Mount Vernon? Stone pavers from Castellite really catch your eye. Do it yourself with the expert help at Castellite. For all your brick, block, rock, paver, and tile needs, go where the pros go. Castellite.com. The Karen Nielsen Guild Mortgage Team will help you find the loan to fit your life. Guild Mortgage offers hundreds of loan products for a wide variety of borrowers, including first-time home buyers, military families, and rural residents. Guild Mortgage also offers many state, county, and city housing programs that provide down payment assistance. At Guild, they work hard to deliver what matters most to you with a loan that fits your life. Call 435-294-2480 or Google Karen at Guild Mortgage. NMLS 3274 and 80226 equal housing lender. 
We've got a kettle of Riverhawks walking out to the field now as they uh, take take the field out starting the fourth quarter. Thanks to our loyal listeners out there letting us know it's not a flock. It's not a gaggle. It's, it's a, a kettle, kettle. A kettle of hawks. kettle of hawks. I would not have known that. <laughs> um, I wouldn't have guessed that in a million years. <laughs> they're still waiting. Arms folded out there. One of the officials, the actual white hat, is out there with his arms folded waiting for the uh, TV guys to give him the A-OK. Ridgeline on the 38, their own 38-yard line to start the fourth quarter. It is <laughs> second and seven. Ridgeline waiting. Strat's having pleasantries with Mitchell. He's the corner, and Strat's the receiver, and now they're going to figure it out. As Cox is in the shotgun, fakes the handoff. Screen play set up, lobs Ooh. it over. That hasn't worked yet. That And that ball stays up there for a long time. Yeah, these Dixie uh, linebackers are, are good at sniffing out that screen pass. And I tell you what, number 45, again, the Hanson kid. He feels that the linemen are just kind of releasing him, so he drops back into coverage as well. They've done a good job of covering up those screens the Dixie defense has. It's been the middle of the field is where they've been hurt the most. So look for Jeremy Livingston to attack the middle here on this third down. Yeah, here's a third down that if they don't get it, you probably will see a punt. So Cox is in the shotgun, two receivers either direction. Noah White right next to Cox. Going into the flats to White. See if he can make a couple guys miss and get enough of the oh. first down. He does. He makes two guys miss. He's out in the 50. Across the 50 to the Dixie side of the field, down to the 43 or the 47-yard line. Yeah, he makes Man, out, that kid. He makes outside linebacker number 34. Looks silly. Giving chase. That's Allo. Uh, as as he's got Noah White well in front of him and going to stop him for a fourth down. And Noah White takes a jump cut puts him in the ground and gets upfield and picks up the first down. Noah's got 162 all by himself. 162 yards on the ground. He's also got 46 yards in the air. So over 200 yards all purpose yards yep. for Noah White. Two to the right, one to the left. Give it to White up the middle. Uh maybe one. He lost the helmet again. Is that twice? Noah? Is that Noah's? Yeah, yeah it is. Buckle that one, thing two. up, bud. Yeah, I, th- I think we give him 3 yards on that one, don't we? Yeah, that's yep. Three yards for Noah on that one. He's going to go out with 165 yards on the ground and the ball at the 44-yard line. Bring up a second and mm, seven. I'm getting hungry now too. Have some fries. No, I got a <laughs> no. game to do. I got a job to. I got a job to do. A game to call. This is not allowed. I'm just going to count it as a you fast. Can't have Sunday. lunch at work. Well, Did you say what? fast Sunday. I'm going to count it as a fast Sunday. all of the day. There's no way. I'm counting it. In the shotgun is Cox. He's coming into the middle to, uh, to Peyton Knowles. Having to reach back. He's still rumbling. Oh, and, and then he loses fumbles. it. But he oh, got he it gets back. it back. Somehow he wow. got that ball back. Yeah, he was surrounded by Dixie players, and it pops out as they are just scrambling to get the ball out of these ball carriers' hands. And he somehow is able to pounce back on it. But, again, the middle of the field is open for this Ridgeline offense. And if you would say that there's a strength to the Rouse combinations that they run, it is over the middle of the field. Mm-hmm. So this Dixie defense has no answer for these route combinations that are coming at them right now. And this time Peyton Knowles picks up a big first down. Yeah, 18-yard gain that time for the Riverhawks on the <clears throat> Cox to Knowles. In the shotgun again is Cox. This time give it up the middle to Noah White. He leaps forward and gets about five yards, six More yards. More than that, I'd say, yeah, he's got about six. This time right over the center again. 
little inside zone run play, Actually. and he's able to get to the second level before number 35 for Dixie. Give him seven. Yeah, that's uh, that's Bodie Ray. He's been all over the field for this defense as well, playing middle linebacker. Yep, 19 on the 19-yard line, second down in about three. Noah's had 25 carries already. Make it 26, 26 as they give it to him, and he's stacked up in the backfield. Oh, he's still trying to fight his way forward. That's going to be off. Oh, I'm sorry. I was picking up the other, yeah, the, the other line. Yeah, that one gets me every time. Does it get you? Yeah, I forget the, to look down here. The down marker on the Dixie sideline is is just the marks the ball. It doesn't mark the first down. That's why a little confusion up here in the in the announcing booth. Yeah. The uh, the yardage the yard line markers are. We got to get to the ridge line side. Sixteen. Yep, it's third and about four. Ridge line. In the shotgun, trips to the right, rolling out. Got Noah White again in the bat in, in the open field, and he's going to get enough for a get first, the down. first down. They just they're taking what they're get yep. what they're given right here in this offense. And there's been pressure in Caden's face. He has been flushed from the pocket all game long. It seems like there's been very few times where he's just been able to sit back and throw the ball where he wants. This time he he gets flushed to his right and he checks it down to his running back. But I don't know why those outside linebackers for Dixie are coming to get Caden. They have pressure on him. And when they step forward, Noah White gets behind him, and that enables them to get the first down. On the 15-yard line now, ridge line, with uh, two receivers, one on the left and one on the right. Short side's the right side. That's Simmons. Going to look outside there to him. He's got it, but brought down immediately. Yeah. It's going to be a gain of about about five. Oh, yeah, two, maybe three. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's just a three-yard Because it was on the 15, and they're marking this on the 12. Yeah, it's just a quick hitter out route to Strat Simmons all alone on the right side. Good job by the Dixie defender being there to gobble him up immediately as he catches it. Pump fake it now. Yeah. And then going out and up. Cox in the shotgun, ball on the 12. Give it to Noah White coming up the middle. Still pushing down to the seven. And that time, number 34 is able to slip off Will Boost block as they're running to the left side of this offensive formation. No White a little slow to get up. As well, he's well carried as the Dixie. ball 27 times. And he's received it five or six, hasn't he? Seven. Seven. Ooh, we, got a, we got what looks to be a bad lower leg injury for a Dixie player. He is in some pain. Yeah, he, you, he they have the happy. Jumbotron camera right on him, and he is he is not feeling well. Yeah, I didn't see the number there, but eight oh three remaining in this ball game. Ridgeline in control, thirty nine to twelve, trying to hold on for an undefeated season and a state championship victory. We'll be back in just a moment. Jessup Insurance has a local office with professionals that understand all the Medicare plans available to Utah and Idaho citizens. They simply make Medicare understandable at no additional cost. Call Jessup Insurance, 435-213-3200, or Google Jessup Insurance. Jessup Insurance and Retirement Services, let us guide you. The Cater Shop's mission is for you to look your best. Buy one suit, get one free. Black Friday is coming early this year. Due to low inventory and high demand, we are launching our Black Friday deals now. Buy one suit, get one free on Slim Fit, Italian Wool, and Performance Stretch suits. Plus up to 30 to 50% off store-wide. Black Friday, buy one suit, get one free, going on now. The Cater Shop, because how you look is the first message you deliver. Black Friday, buy one suit, get one free, going on now. 
big number 54, Casey Erickson of Dixie, being helped off the field. Hate to see that. Senior, 6'3", 270-pound lineman, goes both ways, defensive tackle, and plays on the uh, offensive line as well. He's probably one of their best offensive linemen from watching him play out there. That's a shame. That's probably the hardest thing to that was find. A, that was Haloti Nada right there. Going, was it? Yeah. I thought I recognized that guy. Yep. What were you saying? Sorry, I interrupted you. Finding those playmakers on the line is probably one of the hardest things to, to see. Yeah. He, he has moved a lot of people around up front for Dixie's offense, and he's out there play, trying to play defense as well. It looks like he comes up with a some kind of a lower leg injury. So Ridgeline threatening again. Ball on the Dixie seven-yard line, and it is third and three. Fake it to down there. Oh, you got Will Booth at the five. Touchdown, Ridgeline. Easy pitch and catch that. Strat on the right side who ran kind of an, uh, a slant in, which cleared out that that uh, corner. Yeah. And then, and then he he didn't he kind of released from the tight end. Yeah. So you got a play action to the left, opposite of Will Booth. Will Booth's the tight end on the right, and Strat Simmons, wide receiver, out far to the right. He runs a quick slant route, and that play action action gets all the linebackers to chase the run, and Noah White and Will Booth just sneaks out of the backfield for the easy pitch and catch touchdown they're going to throw this one to jake allis we'll see what they do here as jake allis is lined up as a tight end fake the handoff yep. oh, fake nope. it to jake and caden's going to be brought down Sacked. just it just didn't work out yeah they've actually played pretty disciplined on the back side they don't i mean they've had some breakdowns in coverage quite a few it's been primarily over the middle of the field but on the edges they don't necessarily break down a ton mm and give up that backside open wide receiver. And this time they covered up, I think it was Peyton Knowles or Will Booth out there that was targeted on that play. I'd have loved to see him throw that pop pass to Jake Allen. I would too. Of seven touchdowns, they've tried to kick the point after twice, missed it once, and they've tried to go for the two-point conversion three times only and got only one. got it once. Once, yeah, so That's crazy. So they have they should be 49 right now. They've missed four points by not kicking or going for two. Yeah. Seven touchdowns. Yeah, you should be 49. And that, Dave, if they are able to score again, that is going to be, I want to say, eight or close consecutive games. No, it's not eight. It's probably seven consecutive games that this Ridgeline offense has scored more than 40 points in a ball game. And a lot of those games have been 50 or more or right close to 50 being at 49. This ball is going to be kicked. And fielded at the 10-yard line. Oh, the little guy. And the little guy bringing it out, number 38, to the 30-yard line, and he'll be brought down there. That's number 38. Uh, was that 36? Extracurriculars going on out there. I think it's 36, Zion Bringhurst. He brought it out one other time. Some extracurricular activity going on yeah, out there. Yeah, I think the we're going to get a personal flags. foul on two kids here, one for Dixie and one for uh, Derek Gassaway. You're, they're always going to catch the retaliator, you know what I mean? Well, who? I was looking down at our, my roster here. What happened? Derek Gassaway just got in a shoving match with one of the Dixie guys, and it looks like they got Who the instigated Dixie. it, you know? Uh, that never matters. They oh. just catch the guy that retaliated. Well, just for, you know, I just kind of want to know. I couldn't tell on the Dixie side who it was. But. Yep, they're going to they're gonna give it to Gassaway, it looks like. And Dixie's going to take the ball at the 46-yard line. Still on their side of the field. Defense needs to dig in one more time. Leading 45-12. to 12. 
we got some uh, some subs, 15s out there for Ridgeline. Who's he in for? That's Max Major. Senior Max Major playing middle linebacker. Yeah. Barbin handing off to Takao. Takao bounces to the right, still on the sideline. Gets pushed out of bounds by Jacobson. Good run by Takao. Yeah, good little run off to the left side of the offensive formation as he just kind of bubbles it down and gets into the second level and forces the strong safety Luke Jacobson to push him out of bounds, but not after a nine-yard gain for Takao. Yeah, nine-yard gain, so it's now second and one. Ball on the 45-yard line of Ridgeline. Barbin brings a man in motion. Going to give it to Takao up the middle. He hesitates and pushes forward. He's got plenty for the first down. He's going to get five out of this. Yeah, it's a completely different look. Oh, we got a penalty. Got more going on. I don't even have any clue who that would be on. No clue. I don't either. I didn't see anything. When I was glancing down to put that stat down, I felt like I saw ridgeline. He just has his personal foul. Is that Curtis Morgan coming off the field? I don't know if that means anything. And the coaches are in his ear, so I don't know what. That's a 15 yarder. That's a 15-yarder, so it's going to go all the way up to the third, down to the 25-yard line. And Coach Cox, they got the camera on him. He is not happy on the sideline right now with the discipline of his kids. Barbin in the shotgun. He's got Takao right next to him, bringing a man in motion from the left side to the right. Fake it to Takao. Now going to come up over the top and overthrows his man. And that's going to be incomplete. Yeah, actually pretty good coverage there by Max Majors. He gets underneath that, doesn't bite on the play action by Barbin. Intended receiver was Kesterson. Tight end, yeah, the tight end, 15. He was, if I believe, he was their leading receiver on the season. Barbin again, draw play, handed to Takao, up the middle. He's got room. He's got plenty on this one. He's going to get close to 10, maybe even 11. Yeah, yep, give him down. 11. Yeah, that draw play has worked with some pretty good effectiveness against this Ridgeline defense as the linebackers bail into coverage. Takao takes it right over the middle of the formation, picks up 11. In the shotgun again, and they fake it this time up the middle and hit hard is Barbin, brought down at about the 10, maybe the maybe the 11. It'll be a three-yard gain, four-yard gain for Barbin. if you're just joining us. 6.40 remaining in the ballgame. Ridgeline looking to bring the first football state championship to the young high school in the sixth year of existence, I believe. I think it's fifth. I was reading somewhere that maybe this This is is the the sixth. sixth. Yeah, that's true. Barbin again in the shotgun. Two receivers to the right side, two to the left. Takao right next to him on his right. Ball right in the middle of the field on the the 11-yard line. Barbin looking. Trying to run. Now he's going to be brought down from behind. That's Peyton Knowles. And Barbin's going to get two out of that. Yeah, Peyton going both ways for the first time this season as Tanner Paskett is out. He fills in at the defensive end in passing situations. Luke Sorensen's had a heck of a ball game. He really has. Him on the one side right now and Peyton Knowles on the other side. This is... And we see some Bridger Hammond out there where Peyton is right now. They've just done an excellent job. So far only giving up 12 points in the ball game. 5.30 remaining. But Dixie knocking on the door here. Ball on the nine-yard line. It's third and five. Barbin looking right. Still looking right. Now he's going to try to throw back across his body. Oh! 
He, he caught, caught it. That. That's a great wow, catch. Wow, that is a great catch. Over the top of Dylan May. I gotta see the, I gotta see the replay here to see. I can't believe he got his feet what in. What number far, is he? Number two. Is it two? Yeah, that's, uh, oh, here it is. Here's your replay, Dave. That's Kesterson. As, uh, Barbin extends to play with his feet. And he does absolutely yeah, he does. get his feet inbounds. Good what a catch. Play. That's what a really catch. good catch. And what a ball by Barbin to throw it out where only his wide receiver can catch that one. That was a great play by number two. Who is that? Kesterson. Oh, that's Kesterson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of their leading wide receivers on the year. So Barbin scored once, Takao once, and Kesterson. They're going to try to run the fly sweep and string it all oh, the way out. Nowhere. They oh. bring him down. They can't get it in. So Ridgeline gives up another or gives I up another I thought I touchdown. saw a flag over there, David. Did you? I thought I well, saw. You yeah, did see a flag see on the play. Flag. I don't, and there looks like they're going to call this on Ridgeline. I'm not sure here. Yeah, they are. He's pointing that way. It's got to be a face mask then, huh? Personal foul face mask. Yep. So they're going to get a retry here. All right. Well, we haven't seen a lot of two-point conversions work. One, Ridge. Or, uh, Dixie's tried two and haven't got either of them. Ridgeline has tried five and got one of them. Do you see the face mask? Or well, is it's it somewhere be here else? towards the end of the play? I'm guessing it's. Look at that. He's getting held. Yeah, getting pulled right out of bounds. Jackson uh, Hollingsworth. He's that not, it yeah, right there. Right there. Right there. Yep. That's a tough call. Though, yeah, it you know? is. I mean, he's just Barbin in the shotgun, looking to do a fade route. Got his man. Touchdown. Or not touchdown. Two point conversion. That was Mitchell on the catch. Yeah. And we got a 45 to 20 lead for Ridgeline here in the fourth quarter. Need to yeah. get, keep their composure here with the last five minutes and 20 seconds. Nice throw and a really good catch by Mitchell out there. I'd say that was. They've had a couple of drives that have looked good. The drive to start the half to go all the way down the field mm-hmm. with those rush, rush plays. One to Anderson, a, a bunch to Takao to get in the end zone to start the half. And then this one was more helped by the... Lack of discipline by the defense. Yeah. Him a 30 yards worth of penalty yep. yards on that play. And a re- redo on the two-point conversion. So, Guild Mortgage will help you find a loan to fit your life. Select from hundreds of loan products tailored to your situation. Call Guild Mortgage at 435-294-2480 or Google Karen at Guild Mortgage. New Horizons Beauty College. New Horizons Beauty College experience the latest trends and techniques to maintain your look by highly trained students. Supervised by licensed instructors. Need a new haircut, new hairstyle, new hair color, or manicure? Visit New Horizons Beauty College in Logan. After the game, go for the latest news, latest scores, and photo galleries. Uh, Visit CashValleyDaily.com or download the new Cash Valley Daily mobile app. Cash Valley Daily's premier choice for local news. And lastly, the Cater Shop, men's and boys' suits with free basic alterations. Cater Shop is your one-stop missionary store. Suits, ties, shirts, belts, shoes, luggage, all of it at the Cater Shop. We appreciate all of our Ridgeline sponsors, our high school sponsors. Most of these businesses are sponsoring all the high schools in you town. You and I wouldn't be here without them, David. Nope. And uh, All this fancy equipment it. we got, mm-hmm. the streaming capability we added this season, that's pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah, it's very cool, and, we'll be, and be able to take that into the basketball season as well. So exciting for uh, all the Valley schools to be able to have that, and I sometimes think that people don't quite realize how good we do have it, being able to have Cash Valley Media Group follow these schools. Looking for an onside kick here. I don't know about you. 
They got the hands team out so. there. You got all sorts of receivers on the front line of this thing. Looking for an onside kick. Ridgeline leading 45 to 20, 520 remaining. That is kicked and grabbed by Ashton McFarlane. Well, if this is offside, you blow the play dead, Mr. Referee. I don't know what kind of penalty you could have here, but if this is offsides, this guy over on the Ridgeline sideline doesn't know what he's doing. He's going to go back and talk to the White Hat, tell him what he thinks he saw. Ashton handled it perfectly. It is offsides. Offsides. Can you this decline guy, it? Well, no. Because it, they should have blown dead. Yeah. That's why you, I mean, that's why you blow it dead so you don't have the potential of the kick even happening. Maybe it was, I mean, I don't know. Travis Cox is down there. Yeah, you back him up. You back him up five and they get to re kick. This guy. This guy. This guy over here. So they'll go back to the 35 yard line and try it again. But to me, that's that just benefits Dixie right. if they're trying the onside kick. That's why you blow it dead so nothing ever even is result resulted of the play. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't even get to get going. Well, we'll see what they do this time. Maybe they come to the other side and try to kick it to the their right instead of the left this time. I was like kicking it to my sideline. I don't know do why. Yeah, Right or left. I was like kicking it at the sideline yeah. of their own. That's not a bad idea. Get the energy of the sideline over there. I don't know. Yeah, and to be successful for the with these onside kicks, I think you have to kick it past the second, the first level. You got to get it behind this first they level, want, in uh, front of the second level. Look at this. They want Strat to go over there to that sideline. This one again kicked yeah, up. Ashton handles easy. it again. Perfectly done. Ashton McFarland twice on the big hops. Yeah. Excellent job by Ashton McFarland. So Ridgeline's going to get the ball at. On the, it's on the Dixie side of the field, the 40, set it down, 44-yard line. 5.20 to go. 46-yard line, I'm 45 sorry. 45 to 20 for Ridgeline, leading in the fourth quarter. What do you think? You think they it's all over to, the celebration. They try to push this one down the field and score? Yep. I do. Do you? I do. I've I never seen five minutes Coach remaining. Cox slow down one bit all no, season long. Five minutes remaining. He's gonna keep. He's gonna keep playing. Caden Cox in the shotgun. Noah White directly behind him. Presumably he's gonna hand off to him, and he does. They go up the middle, and Noah's into the open field. Tries to get a block from Simmons, and he gets it. Oh, don't down slow the sideline, down. and he's oh. pushed out of bounds from behind. Wow, he could have came up and ripped that line. ball out yeah, of his hands. I don't think Noah, Noah knew where he was. No, as Noah gets into the third level of the defense, again, right over the center, Easton Dalkey as the offensive line opens up a big hole for Noah White to get to the second and the third level. As he gets to the third, he kind of slows down, and number 11 for Dixie had an opportunity to smack that ball out of his hands, but he elects just to push him in the back and get him out of bounds Seven. First down. Down to the 17-yard line, hand it back to Noah, getting pulled forward to the 15-yard the line. It's a two-yard gain for They've Noah. had the most success over the middle of the offensive formation and then off tackle, and that time they try to get off tackle. But number 34, that's Aloe on that side for Dixie. He's able to get his hands on Noah. These linebackers for Dixie have tackled Noah better than most. Teams have been able to tackle him in the which, first contact. Which is saying something because he's got 171 yards. Yeah, Noah has carried the ball 29 times. It's a lot of carries for a for well, a high school running back. Well over 200 yards total offense yep. for Noah White again, second game in a row. 
In the shotgun is Cox, two receivers, one to each direction, and a play is blown dead before it can start. False start. Got a false start coming, I believe, on Ridgeline. I didn't see it, did you? I didn't see who it was. 73, Levi Painter. All right. They usually don't give us a number. Not in high school. Couldn't be better weather, oh, Nikolai. It is just lovely. I might I mean, stay my, I'm here. I have a burned face. Let's stay here and announce the next game. <laughs> just for whoever wants just to listen. Just for whoever wants to tune in. I think it's uh, Corner Canyon, and I don't know who they're playing. And I'm not sure either. It's a 6A, it's a 6A is it semifinal game. Is the 5A next or 6A? I think it's 6A semifinal game. Because I think they have 5 and 6A coming up here after this one today. In the shotgun is Cox. He's got a receiver to the left. They hand it to Noah White coming up the middle, and he's pushed back after hitting about the 20-yard line. And That's his the helmet third time his helmet has popped off. I can't. I, I don't know if they're grabbing it or what's going on. I just don't think he's buckling them up. Those speed flex Riddell helmets have a tendency to just pop off. I, the, the way the chin strap is attached to the helmet is just a little unique and Let's different see. than most. Oh, yeah, it's just kind of just, flying yeah. off. Yeah, and then his nose hurts, yeah. His nose hurt. So the ball's going back to the 19-yard line. And sideline. looking at the sideline with 3.30 remaining in the ball game. They're going to call a timeout here, maybe. Ridgeline's oh, signaling one in. Cox where's, in where's the shotgun. the play clock, David? I don't know. Oh, there it is on the Ken Groff. Oh, yeah, six zone. seconds remaining. Cox in the shotgun. Strats on the far right side. Give it to. Oh, oh that looked like a face mask. It did. It did. They're trying to just uh, run this clock down and keep it on the ground. That one to Landon Kimball. He's going to be brought down on a loss of about two. And we'll see if they throw it now. Two, the, the clock is 2.50. They can get this down to about 2.30. Not quite, actually, before having to snap it. 14 on the, on the game clock, 2.42 on the play clock, or excuse me, on the game clock's 2.30. Uh, just don't worry about it. Just, yeah, just don't worry. They're going to call a timeout. At, at about 2.30, they're going to call a timeout. Two and a half to go in the fourth. Ridgeline up 45 to 20. And they call a timeout. Yeah, we'll take a quick break and come back, hopefully finish this one up after this break. We'll be back in a moment. This is Dave Simmons for Les Olson Company. It's first and goal on the 10-yard line. Your team is poised to make the play of a lifetime. Your quarterback hands off to the running back who rushes right into a wall. Now, the away team says they'll take the wall out of your way, but only after you hand them a suitcase full of cash. That's exactly how ransomware works. In 2020, half of all organizations were victims of a ransomware attack. Don't take risks. Take action with the Les Olson Security Suite. Get your free network assessment at lesolson.com. With over 423,000 Utahns who are at risk of missing a meal this holiday season, Planet Fitness is collecting food to donate to the Cash Community Food Pantry. Bring your canned food items to Planet Fitness, and they'll thank you for your donation by offering a membership with no sign-up fees. Help them reach their goal of 1,000 pounds of food. Bring in canned food items before November 30th to sign up at Planet Fitness for free. Offer ends November 30th. Welcome back to Rice-Eccles Stadium. It's all over, but the formalities of this one. Ridgeline leading 45-20. to 20. They are two minutes and 31 seconds away from their first state championship. Ridgeline with in an football. undefeated in football, with an undefeated season coming right now. In the shotgun is Cox. It's fourth and about 13, and Cox throwing across his body to Simmons, Ooh. and he's hit over the middle as yeah. they're going to get a targeting call. 
last thing we need is somebody hurt right now. Yeah, with two and a half to go, you just want to get out of this one unscathed, especially where you got a bunch of kids getting ready to start a basketball season. <laughs> You're up by 25. That time, uh, looks like we're going to get a targeting call on one of the Dixie players as they come up and make some helmet-to-helmet contact with Strat Simmons as he shakes off his left hand. He's got. Is that the? Uh, is right. that the hand he hurt against Centerville? The thumb? Yeah. Hopefully he's okay. Left. He's he's uh yeah it's his left. Yeah. He's kind of shaking it. He's over there talking to the trainer. They're going to be taking a peek at that one. Oh, that would be the worst. If he breaks that hand again, looking to go into basketball season when you got 224 remaining, they wave off the flag and say there's no foul on the play. So a turnover on downs goes back to Dixie. And he's going back in the ball game, so he's fine. Good. That's the first time that we've had a turnover on downs or an actual turnover. For the Ridgeline For Ridgeline, yep. For Ridgeline's offense with 2.24 remaining. We've got Indiana in Judd game. in the game at corner. Senior Indiana Judd coming in to play some corner. I like it. In the shotgun is Barbin. They're going to look to try to throw downfield, I would imagine. They go underneath, Ooh. and he's hit by oh. Craney. He stays on his feet. Big, strong player number 18 is Kesterson. He makes that catch. And where'd they get that out to, Nick? Started on the 19. About a four-yard gain. Okay, four-yard gain for Kesterson on the catch. And they're back in the shotgun again. Barbin looking, trying to come over the middle, overthrown. And that one will fall incomplete. Minute 49 remaining in the ball game. And third coming up, third and about six. Barbin looking to settle into the shotgun again. Got three receivers on the left side, just one on the right. Looking left. Now they're going to try to go over top. Ashton McFarland. Right there. Right in the right spot. Good job by Ashton on the coverage of Mitchell. Yeah, locking up Mitchell, their primary wide receiver in this game. They've targeted him at least a dozen times. This time Ashton running step for step and Mitch turns Mitchell into the defender as he has to go up and knock that out of Ashton's hand. As the crowd gets into it here in the last two minutes. Yep, fourth down and six. They're going to go for it. Nothing to lose here. Barbin looking over the middle. He's trying to find his man. He does. That's going to be a first down at the 34-yard line. Plenty on that one to the 34-yard line. Nine-yard catch to Kesterson. Just prolonging the inevitable. As of right now, Ridgeline leading 45-20. to 20. Barbin looking, trying to survey the field. Over the middle, good oh. catch, and he's hit. Oh, oh, come on. They throw flags in. It's coming in to make the, the tackle is Owen oh, Monk, and they're going to call a targeting call on him. Whatever. Yeah, they're both kind of diving forward. Oh, I missed it on the replay. It was a great catch. He laid out for that thing. Yeah, he laid out. It looked like Owen Monk laid out to kind of make the tackle, and I don't know. They might end up 
They're not going to pick this one up. They're no. Gonna give them the, so the, give them the, the catch was yards. on the 41. Yeah, 15 yards on top of that one. Yep. Catch was on the 41, so seven-yard catch. Barbin to... Did you catch the number on that young man? I didn't see that. I didn't see who. 15, I think it was. Yeah, it was number 15. Then that's Jackson Barbin. My guess is a brother. He's a sophomore. So what are they doing? I have no idea. Incomplete. They oh, just they, are waving it. it was incomplete. I thought he caught it. Oh, whoa. He just, he just waved it like it was incomplete, so they're going back to the original Little line of scrimmage. and giving him 15 yards. I thought he caught it. I did, From too. here, it looked like he caught it. And the ball will be spotted on the 49-yard line of Dixie. A minute 24 remaining. Barbin in the shotgun. Trying to look downfield. Over the middle. Got his man. Caught and brought down at the 38-yard line. So they're uh, kind of working their way down the field as Ridgeline's playing this kind of soft defense right now. Yeah, just keeping everything in front of him, letting this clock run out, tackling the receivers inbounds. That time he stays inbounds again as he flips it out to the Dixie sideline for a first missed, down conversion. Okay, I missed that one trying to oh, keep up. Run. That was only five yards. That was the number 15. So Kesterson on another five-yard catch. And back in at the 33-yard line. Barbin in the shotgun, still looking. Trying to come uh, out in the flats. Has his man. That's big number 18. Kesterson. From the 33 down to the 19. Yep. They're just kind of chopping away at it, aren't they? 14-yard pitch and catch that time. 30 seconds in this ballgame, David. To Kesterson. Ridgeline again, just kind of playing that soft defense right now, trying to keep the clock moving. Out in the flats, caught, Mitchell does step out of bounds. It's like there's a holding call here on Dixie's offensive line. They haven't had very many penalties, Dixie. They really haven't. There, there's been a handful of uh, unsportsmanlike targeting or personal fouls on Ridgeline, but Dixie not penalized very much. Nope. Uh, I've seen a handful of holding calls that haven't been called. They called an illegal block below the waist okay. on Dixie. Yeah, so if you chop block, you have to chop block. You have to cut block at the initial point of contact. If you if you wait and you get another offensive lineman engaged up high and then you go to, for the chop block, it's an illegal block. 17 seconds. Let the party begin. 14. Yeah. 45-20. Ridgeline looking to seal a perfect season here on the out and up. And they're going to get a pass interference call on Dylan May. They were going for that out and up over there. They tried to fake it to Mitchell and then have him release. And so we have another play to come here. With three seconds remaining on the clock. Ridgeline leading 45-20. to 20. So the state championship is in the books. Hugs are starting to happen down on the sidelines. And the party is about to begin. They're going to give a pass interference to Dylan May on that play. 
So it's going to come up to the 19-yard line. And Barbin's going to get one more chance for his Dixie Flyers to put something on the board. Trailing 45-20. to 20. Ridgeline about to claim their first football state championship victory on a perfect 13-0 season. Barbin looking, looking. Going to go up into the corner. Up and knocked oh. out of bounds. Incomplete. Ashton McFarland on the play. And Ridgeline is your 2021-2022 for a state championship football team. And the crowd's going wild. The players are out on the field. Here come the cheerleaders. What a moment for Ridgeline High School. Soak it in, folks. It's been a quite a ride for this varsity football team. Starting strong, ending strong. What a team, Nick. What a team. What a team and a lot of kids out there playing both ways in this football game. I can't say enough about Coach Travis Cox and what he's done for this program over the last two years. He's put a lot of people around him that are very, very good, that are very good football coaches and between the pep preparation and the athletes that he's had come through at the senior class level this has been a perfect combination for a perfect season but you can't give enough credit to Travis Cox and the staff he's put around him and what he does for these kids two years ago I watched maybe an equally talented pool of kids struggle to win football games because they weren't prepared right and they weren't ready to go on Friday nights and you felt like they should have been way more successful than they were. And you, at the end of the day, coaching matters. Preparation matters. Uh, working hard in the offseason matters. And these kids have put in the work and done the, the preparation that it takes to be state champs and to run the table at 13-0. So last congratulations. Year, what, a, what, a, what a season. As Coach Cox took over last season, they saw a definite shift in how to prepare for a game, as you mentioned that this many of these seniors on this team right now were on that team last year and were heartbroken at the end of the season when they were kind of shut down with COVID and everything and ended up being able to catapult from those that big, those games last year with those seniors who graduated. I want to name them off, but I, I'll miss somebody, so I won't. But that group of seniors that graduated last year helped establish a culture here with these ju the juniors last year that are now seniors hopefully going forward can continue this kind of culture of excellence by winning a state championship and roll, running the table for a perfect 13-0. and 0. Well, I remember Coach Travis Cox at the banquet last season saying how important it was to go through what they went through and what those seniors did at the end of the year. At the end of the year, there was five or six key guys that couldn't play because of COVID rules. So you had, you had seniors step up and say, I'll play offensive line. Yep. Put me at right tackle. I'll do anything it takes to help my team try to win a game against a very good Skyview football team. And they were unsuccessful. But that total buy-in and that selling out for your team, like you said, Dave, last year's seniors have a lot to do with this year's success. 
because they set the groundwork for the ju- for the juniors last year and the seniors this year to say you do whatever it takes to help your team win. It doesn't matter what position you're playing; they're all important. You are here to play a team game and to sell out to win games for your team. And it starts in April, May, June. It doesn't start in August or September when you're in the middle of your season. It starts early, and these guys have a culture of working hard, preparing hard, being ready to go, and that starts with head coach Travis Cox. And it also starts with what the seniors did last year at the end of the season to sell out for their team. They were unsuccessful, but that definitely drove those seniors this season and it created a lot of a lot of uh, culture within the program that it's just a total buy-in from these kids and you got to have that if you're going to be successful you got to have them all bought in to the same principles and the same ideas boy do they got it 45 20 ridgeline victorious in a state championship victory i'm going to see if i can come up with some statistics for you and we're hoping to get a handful of players up here for for post-game interviews stick with us we'll be back in just a moment Some combinations were just meant to go together. Chips and salsa, refrigerator and freezer, the internet and cat videos. At State Farm, there's another combination meant to go together, home and auto, as in combining your home and auto insurance with one agent, which leads to another combination, saving dollars and cents. Hi, I'm State Farm agent Lana Powell. For a competitive quote on home, auto, and life insurance, call us at 752-7639. Lana Powell, State Farm Insurance. When it's important to make an impression, call on the Logo Shop. They specialize in designing and customizing your logo onto t-shirts, golf shirts, jackets, and hats. Your logo will look great on name brand apparel from Nike, Travis Matthew, Ogeo, North Face, Under Armour, and Carhartt. The Logo Shop can put your logo on literally thousands of items. Pens, water bottles, mugs, travel accessories, outdoor gear like Yeti coolers. Call on the Logo Shop and check out the possibilities. The Logo Shop. Logo Stop. The Logo Shop. T-shirts are more popular than ever. The one that has the perfect statement or a -a one-of-a-kind design. They really do make you look. Great Basin Graphics has the best screen printers and equipment creating custom, retail-quality shirts at great prices. Employees look great and clients will always wear high-quality T-shirts advertising your product or service. Great Basin Graphics design, screen print, and embroider everything and anything. Google Great Basin Graphics or visit their new location at 966 West 400 North. Your Cash and Box Elder County McDonald's are proud to support local high school athletics and wish all the local teams the best of luck this season. Your local McDonald's is hiring. Work for McDonald's and let McDonald's work for you. Enjoy flexible hours, tuition reimbursement for continuing education, plus meals and other perks. Management positions are available. Apply at careers.mcdonalds.com today. That's careers.mcdonalds.com. Or apply in person. McDonald's and its franchisees are equal opportunity employers committed to a diverse and inclusive workforce. Always the best prices on the best parts at your locally owned Preston to Providence Napa Auto Parts. A five-quart jug of Napa Full Synthetic 530 Motor Oil, $19.99. Heavy-duty Napa 1540 Engine Oil, $12.49 a gallon. A 100-piece screwdriver set, $19.99. Stock up on Blue Heat Ice Melt, 50-pound bag, only $8. A Maxi-Track Remote Control Crawler, $49.99. These deals and a whole lot more at any of the five locally owned Preston to Providence Napa Auto Parts. 
State championship victory for Ridgeline High School. Ridgeline wins 45-20 to over Dixie here at the University of Utah, and it has been quite a season for this team. Stress Simmons down there getting an interview. Oh, which, uh, oh, I see for, him. With the TV, good, yeah. for, good for him. Look at that head of hair. Yeah, that's... Uh, he's They're like, a, he's uh, a, sir, could you please get that hair under control? We'll fit in our camera angle. We'll he, just get the white He's got view. a face for TV. His dad's got a face for radio. <laughs> hey, that's uh, quite a ball game. Ridgeline ends up winning this one 45-20. Let me give you some of the stats that I came up with. Uh, Ridgeline throws the ball... Or let's see, runs the ball 32 times for 212 yards. Woo! Uh... Let's Noah look at, White let's look at Noah. The load. Noah ends up. Whoop, 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 let's get to the right screen here. Noah ends up with 207 yards on his own on the ground. Man, what a ball and then game! He had 50 yards in the air for 257 all-purpose all yards for Noah. Just an incredible game for Ridgeline's passing attack. Caden throws the ball 26 of 36 attempts. He completes 26 of 36. That's 72 percent for 344 yards. He he completes the he completes passes to one two three four five six seven eight different receivers. Strat Simmons, the leading receiver, with 102 yards, two touchdowns. He also threw three more touchdowns: one to Jackson Olson, one to Will Booth, and one to Braylon Majors. Five touchdown passes on 344 yards for Caden Cox. Uh, just a perfect way for him to cap. An unbelievable senior season. Yeah, he's an exceptional talent, and any awards or whatever he earns over the next few weeks are well-deserved. He has had an incredible season, and Coach Jeremy Livingston says it probably the best. He can do things at this level that he's never been able to do at the high school level because of Caden, and Caden's knowledge and his acumen for the game and his feel for how to play the position of quarterback. That right there says you have a special talent and when he throws for the numbers he's thrown for 55 touchdowns on the season only two interceptions it's just video game type stuff you just don't do that on regular seasons and it's just incredible the numbers that he's been able to put up and you tack on no white 250 all-purpose yards i mean my goodness these this senior class is just incredible what they've been able to do on the football field and again 45 points in a state championship game against this a good Dixie football team. They're just better. Yeah, they're just better uh, you than know, everybody. Coming into the playoffs, I kept you know you look at all sorts of numbers. You look at everybody, and you think, okay, is Ridgeline this good? As good as we think they are, or is maybe our rid- region a little down and the southern region is really good? I don't, and they're beating up on each other. But what we just saw, well, they're better. Is Ridgeline is really really good? Really good this year. This senior class, I've said it all along. Since they were in second grade, they have been loaded with talent. They won the mini bowl when they're in eighth grade, and I know that doesn't say a lot for programs very often. But it, but it, it does, that's hard this, to do. It is, and it has for this. This team has been good at football. I mean, this senior class has been good at football since they were little, and they stayed together. That's the thing that's the hardest to do is to keep all those kids playing football. Twenty-three seniors on the team. That's not easy to do. Mm-hmm. Dave, that is not easy to keep that many kids committed to a program. Football is not easy. Waking up early is not easy. Two days is not easy. 40-40s is not easy. So to keep that many kids around working that hard throughout the year is an incredible feat 
that Travis Cox has this, figured out. This week was not easy. Oh, no, I mean, I'm sure I, it wasn't. I, I get to talk with with one of the players after each practice, and I, he comes home, and I ask him what they did, and I'm like, good grief. You're in your last week, and you're still working just that grinding, hard. Grinding. I mean, this is this is a absolute that says a lot for the coaching staff, but it says a lot for what these kids are willing to go through and to put themselves through for uh, – for the betterment of the team. And you can't say, you can't overlook the two additions to the team that have come to the program. They want to be a part of something special. Braylon Majors, who has been hurt about half the season, has been an impact player. But Luke Jacobson, who played strong safety the entire year and basically filled the shoes of Miles Eck, which were huge shoes mm-hmm. to fill. And then Will Booth playing huge again this year. I mean, who who replaced Jaden Harris? Probably Will Booth. You know, he didn't carry the ball like Jaden did. That's another huge talent to try to replace, and he did a pretty good job at the middle linebacker position. And, yeah, it's just really fun to watch these kids grow up and be a part of something pretty special and to watch them cap it off with a 13-0 season. I mean, you can't ask for a better way to finish a year. But Travis Cox, he's been a great friend of mine for since we were little. Mm-hmm. And I love the guy dearly. I can't be more excited that the football program is in his hands. He's 25 and two, 25 or 24 and two over the last two seasons with this football team at his helm, and he just does a great job from top to bottom, covering all facets of the game with his team. And I just, I'm so excited that my two boys will get to grow up, hopefully playing football for Coach Travis Cox. Yeah, he, he's phenomenal, and and you can see it in the, his passion for the game and the way he prepares his kids. He loves it. He deserves. A vacation. <laughs> I mean, he deserves. He's not going to get one. Caden's going to go play basketball in a week. Yeah, I, I, you're absolutely right. And so is his younger son Carson. You know what? And he coaches my tw- my 13 year old, so he ain't taking no break. No, he needs basketball. He needs a vacation. No, somebody's got to hit out. the. He's got to hit the wood gym, <laughs> coaching them boys up. Here's some kind of fun information before this game started about Caden Cox. All time, this is in the state. Um, he is sixth in touchdown passes in the state coming into this game, and now he just he, he moved up to third with five touchdown passes in the state ever. So good. Um, completions. He was seventh coming into this game. He needed 12 to overtake sixth and did it. So he's now he's now sixth in all time completions in the state for the season for mm. a season record. Yep. He is eighth. Brady Zimmerman's got to be on there. He, yeah, I'm sure. Or it doesn't Ryan. show me the, it doesn't the say people the names. above, above oh, him. I got this you. is just some notes. Oh, I got you. Um, let's see. TD passes. He is eighth with 94. He was six away from seventh, and he got five today. Sorry, not Brady. Ryan. I want yeah. to fix that. Ryan Zimmerman was. Just a phenom- There's some other things in here, but just some phenomenal numbers. That's crazy. Yeah. he He's now right behind. Um, as far as your, your top five in TD passes in the state, Jackson Dart, who's playing at S- USC. USC right now, had 67. Cameron Cooper of Lehigh in 2017 had 58. And K- uh, Caden Cox just finished his his career with 55 for so third place third all, all time, time in the state of Utah. Yeah, and those, I mean, Jackson Dart is an exceptional talent. And I would say Jackson Dart didn't have a 2,000-yard back, no. nearly 2,000-yard back like... Noel White, yep. he, he threw the ball 75% of the time for that Corner Canyon team when he had his big year, his senior year. And so to have all elements of the game covered, 
I mean, this is not a pass-heavy team. They are effective with the run at, I don't know, 190, 175 yards a game, and then they can throw it through the air at 300-plus yards a game with Caden Cox throwing 55 touchdowns. So it's incredible that he puts up the numbers he does with very few attempts in comparison to other quarterbacks that put up those similar types of numbers. Yeah, just kind of looking at some stats here, I think... I think Stratford is going to end the season with the most receiving yards and the most receptions in 4A. And it's going to be very close with him and Jackson as far as the yards. And for touchdowns, um, receiving touchdowns, it's going to be um, him and Jackson again at number one, I believe. So from the receiving position, from the from the, um, the running back position, and then from the quarterback position, you just cannot stop this offense. And we just saw what they were capable of against a very, very good D- Dixie team. The only box you didn't check is kick coverage. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, that one has been, been a little bit in, been very interesting. But Caden just continues to add to his numbers, ending oh, the season with are. 55 touchdowns on the season. I mean, I don't know that you could go through a season of Madden and throw two interceptions. No, I Maybe don't. on the easy level. Maybe. It's just silly. It's silly the type of numbers that kid has put up. And throwing it for the efficient rate that he does. You could throw two interceptions on a year if you only have a hundred or a couple hundred pass attempts because you're run heavy. But this this kid has put the ball in the air probably close to 400 times. I'll bet you Caden Cox has close to 400 pass attempts. Yeah. If not in the high 300s. And he's thrown two interceptions. That's two unbelievable. interceptions on 50 touchdowns. That is unbelievable. It is. It's it's, a, and one of them, you can say, was not his fault. It was a tip pass over the middle on a crossing route. The second one was 100% his fault. It was a poorly thrown ball to Noah White against Logan. Yeah. It was 100% his fault. It, the yeah. first one? He tried to throw one of those screen plays that wasn't working yeah, here it wasn't, either. Yeah, it wasn't, even, it wasn't even open. But the first one was a tip pass. So arguably it could go 55-1. and one. You know, Unbelievable. It's uh, just crazy. He's He is an incredible talent. He's an incredible kid. I have him in my Sunday school class. Yeah. I, get to teach him, I get to teach him once Who's a month. Who's teaching who there? Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, just an excellent. He's just a good kid. He's one of those kids you like to like. He's competitive. He's just a winner. He's, he's one of those. He's savvy. He's smart. He's one of those kids that you just love to have on your team because you, he's gritty. You know, you yep. just love having him as the captain of your team. And he, he just brings the rest of the kids play up with him. He makes them play better. He's one of those kids that just makes everyone around him better. You mentioned how many seniors there are on this team. I'd like to go through them real quick if we can we're, Ooh, as we're waiting for. Gonna, I know, but it, run out it's, of breath. it's necessary. We're waiting for Coach Cox and some players to come over. So we'll go through the seniors right now. Will Booth. Uh, Caden Cox, Peyton Knowles, Landon Kimball, Bridger Hammond, Indiana Judd, Jackson Hollingsworth, Strat Simmons, Dylan May, um, Max Major, Connor Hansen, Noah White, Luke Jacobson, Cameron Craney, Kyler Hansey, if I miss him, make sure you catch me, Curtis Morgan, Alex Lundahl, Sam Whelan, Dallin Fulmer, Houston Hunsaker, Damian Bamey, Brandon Lindbergh, Tate Bernhardt. I think that rounds them out. That is 
that is a great senior class, and you, you could go through all of them individually and talk about what they meant to this program. Obviously, it'd take all day, but you know that the offensive line, the defensive line, these guys that are in the trenches every day. You know, talk about you know grinding, doing what you said as far as preparing and going through all the things that it takes to get to a state championship victory like they did today. Those are the guys in in the trenches of it all really, really taking the, the beating and, and doing it because of the love of the game and the team. Well, you have kids like Landon Kimball. Houston Hunsaker is a big, strong kid. He's in my Sunday school class, too. Indiana Judd. You have these kids who will, didn't play a ton of minutes throughout the season. However, Travis Cox, I know, is going to speak very highly of these kids at the banquet and give them all the credit in the world because when it comes to scout team offense and preparing for a team, if you got a bunch of freshmen and sophomores out there running around that's not that's giving you about a 50% look, you're getting about 50% of what you should mm-hmm. versus a big senior out there, big strong senior that can duplicate the look you're going to get on Friday night. Landon Kimball running their scout team running back. Now, I don't know. He's a valuable part of a – he's got a backup no white. I don't know that these kids are necessarily out there running plays as a scout team, but they're making – Landon Kimball forces Noah White to be better. Yes. Because Landon Kimball is on Noah White's heels. Yes. If you slip up, if you don't work hard, if you're not battling to to keep your position, Landon's going to step in there and take it from you. Right. So he is making people better. All these seniors that are there are making the other kids better simply for the fact that it drives them to have to keep their position and work hard to not get caught by somebody that's on my heels that is right there that's just as capable of playing. You know what I mean? Guys like Landon Kimball and and some of these other players would start on almost every other team out there. Absolutely. They they, they are excellent, excellent football players. They're on a a team that is an excellent, excellent team. And And guys like Landon came in at different times of the season and and did amazing things for the team. But, yeah, and you also have a junior class that has been learning from these older kids, and they're ready to take the reins and move forward. This this program is in a good place. Now, Dave, that is going to be the true test of this coaching staff yep. is over the next couple of years because they have had the luxury of an extremely talented group of kids in front of them that have even played when they were sophomores. Yeah, a lot of these kids so started as sophomores. had playing time as sophomores. They got to take them over as juniors. Travis coached these kids since they were little, so he he knows all their skill set. Mm-hmm. He knows how talented they are. They're all going to be gone yep. next year. And you're going to be looking down the barrel of a junior class that has some some limited varsity time and a sophomore class that has a very limited sophomore time because the field was littered with seniors. And so that is going to be the test of, okay, how good are these? is this coaching staff? How good can they get these kids – up to the level where they need to be to be competitive over the next two years, uh, next few years. Yeah. Because I tell you what, there's an eighth grade class sitting down there for Travis Cox that is as really talented as this senior class was, and you know, he's That's got high praise. He's got a bright future. They are, they are as, they're as deep as this team is, which I think is rare yeah. to have. Yeah. To have talent at every position like that, wide receiver, middle linebacker, quarterback, running back, tight end, you just offensive line, to have the talent like they've had, cornerback, safety, 
you just it's so hard to get that in one class and this senior class has had it and they got a few more underneath them that'll have it as well and it's just going to be can the coaches keep them all interested and involved in football long enough to play till they're seniors right right it's not easy we're going to take a break now, folks. We're still waiting for Coach Cox and his handful of players. We did Hopefully talk, but we, comes yeah, up we here, spoke huh? about it before the game, so I know he's trying to come. They're celebrating. Yeah, there's a lot of celebration going on celebration. in there, as there should be. So we're going to buy him some more time. We'll take another break and be back as soon as we can. My name is Sabrina, and I'm a student at New Horizons Beauty College. I've learned all sorts of things, how to have more patience and understanding with others, but I've also learned a lot of different techniques, having to deal with hairstyling, nails, coloring, chemical services, and the most rewarding thing, seeing your improvement and then seeing what you've done to others and how like happy it makes them. My name is Sabrina, and I recommend becoming a student at New Horizons Beauty College. More and more people are turning to CashValleyDaily.com for their source of information on what's going on in our community. They're finding relevant news online and on the Cash Valley Daily app. From what's happening in local political elections to breaking news that you don't have to wait a few days to read about to photo galleries of the latest games. If it's happening in our community, it's on CashValleyDaily.com and on the free Cash Valley Daily app. Local, relevant news, online, on time, all the time. CashValleyDaily.com Adams Wealth Advisors' entire team says thank you, Cash Valley, for voting them the best financial planner in the Best of Northern Utah competition. Honesty and integrity is the hallmark of Adams Wealth Advisors. Let them earn your trust today. This is Craig Adams. At Adams Wealth Advisors, we are here to help you receive peace of mind, whether you've done a lot of planning or a little planning. Count on our team at Adams Wealth Advisors for honesty, professionalism, and integrity. Visit AdamsWealthAdvisors.com or call 752-1702 to schedule a time with an advisor today. Please see AdamsWealthAdvisors.com for more information on these recent awards. Advanced Heating and AC is honored to be named gold medalist for the best of Northern Utah in the AC HVAC category. They were named silver medalist for place to work and remodeler contractor. They thank you for your votes of confidence in their company. You have many choices when it comes to your home's heating and air conditioning system. Make sure you choose the gold medal winning company, Advanced Heating and AC. Call 752-7272 or stop by their showroom west of DI online at advancedheating-ac.com. Colonel? Good morning, sir. I see you found a way to keep our cannon out of the mud. Pavers, sir. As a mason, I used to lay them for courtyards and patios. Brilliant. Thank you. They hold up beautifully no matter how punishing the conditions. I can see that. Say, uh, after the war, think you'd be available to pave my patio at Mount Vernon? Stone pavers from Castellite really catch your eye. Do it yourself with the expert help at Castellite. For all your brick, block, rock, paver, and tile needs, go where the pros go. Castellite.com. Welcome back to Rice-Eccles Stadium, the University of Utah of Ridgeline, victorious over uh, Dixie this after this morning afternoon. Right, we started at eleven. We have to say afternoon now. It's two o'clock. They won the ball game in the afternoon. Yeah, it's afternoon. State champions, folks, for Ridgeline High School. Eleven o'clock's afternoon. Um, we. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to get you confused there, wasn't I? Yeah, but I'm trying. I'm also trying to figure out. We have to make a retraction. But I'm not really sure. Cause a redaction. A, a, what did I say? Retraction? <laughs> oh, no, I'll just keep you. A redaction. I feel like they're all right. Yeah. So, 
or my, my buddy Blair Powell says, since a river hawk is actually an osprey, it would be called a duet of river hawks. <laughs> a duet. But that doesn't make a lot of sense I either, because like isn't kettle. a duet having to do with two? Two. I don't know. So we've heard like kettle of we kettle of river hawks and a duet of river hawks. Kettle of hawks. That's all good. It's all good. It's all it the doesn't good stuff. matter. It does not matter do you, at all. I would say... I'm a numbers guy. Mm-hmm. Seventy-five to eighty percent of the stuff we say on air is not true, anyways. Oh yeah, we have we that sure. The so. beauty is, is we've never claimed to have the right information. <laughs> you know, you can say whatever you want and say, "Well, I don't really know," but you know, if you say it with enough confidence, it's got to be true with conviction. Yes. Yeah, we we pretty much say everything with conviction. Yeah, we've been wrong a time or two, but uh, I don't know if coach is going to make it up here. Now I just sent him a text and said, "We'll stall for you." We might end up calling this uh, Corner Canyon Weber game. <laughs> Semifinal for 6A. Yeah, 6A. This Weber team, Dave, you mentioned it while we were off air. They have a lot of kids that played in the 8th grade mini bowl team, uh, on the 8th grade mini bowl team that played against the Ridgeline mm-hmm. kids, and the Ridgeline kids ended up beating them in that mini bowl. It was at Ogden Stadium. Yeah, Ogden uh, High down School. Down at Ogden High. It was, supposed yeah. to be at, it was supposed to be Weber State, and something happened, and they couldn't go play down there. Yeah. But, yeah, they played him at Ogden High School and ended up beating him. The Moa kid, I think, has committed to Utah. I could be wrong. Number eight. Yep. Um, and then there's a DeVries kid. you see his little brother play football. Really? Oh, he's Just a, a beast. He is a beast. And then there's a DeVries kid down here for Weber. I'm not sure of his number, and he is electric. The kid is so fast. Just a really, really good athlete. I just for some sometimes I check their stats and he's either scoring or intercepting stuff. Now Ridgeline got the best of North Ogden, probably what four years ago, mm-hmm. I guess it would be. North Ogden with the Moa kids' little brother got the best of Ridgeline, beat him by one point in the mini bowl just, just last this Saturday. Year. Yeah, last Saturday so being those are the eighth grade. You're yep. talking about, and, and the thing is, is there's two eighth grade teams. Your team and the team that got beaten the mini bowl, both competitive both both made the playoffs uh almost every year the eighth grade team went to the mini bowl three times in a row wow lost to caseville twice ended up beating that same caseville team in the semifinal no the quarterfinals uh and then lost to this north ogden team you know but that shows shows about the numbers um we talk about how this ridgeline team won that one but there was another Ridgeline team that was also in the playoffs with guys like Dylan May. And what's cool about that is you're getting players that are playing positions that can now come in and do exactly what you said and provide some sort of a competition or competitive to push everyone else to get to be better because they've been developed on two separate teams. Yeah, you want to be on the winning team, but you're developing more talent, more talent, more talent. on two separate teams. And they have that, you say, at the eighth grade level. Right I now. talk to my boys all the time. I says. Okay, you're next year. You're not going to be on a team of twenty kids. You're going to be on a team of about forty. You know, you combine with that other team, you end up having thirty-five or so kids. You got to earn your spot. You got to earn your spot, and it's not going to be easy. Nobody's just going to give it to you and be like, "Here, you're our starter for good." No one's going to push you. So that that competitive drive between teammates only makes people better. And you got to have that to have a successful long-term program. You got to have a lot of kids playing. And you got to have a lot of commitment from them boys to push each other every day in practice to make each other better. You see Travis? Is I he, don't see Travis. Is he sauntering on up here? I Not don't see yet. him either. I see a bunch of Corner Canyon faithful staring at us like, what are you doing here? Yeah, well, sorry, folks. we got we got some post-game to continue. Nice. To go. It's a party here, though. we got music. We're yeah, now just in with the wrong crowds because all the Ridgeline faithful had to clear out 
in order to be here, here. Be, be here for the and now the other teams are coming in. We got Corner Canyon here in front of us. Well, my back teeth are starting to float, bud. If Travis doesn't get up here very quick, I'm gonna have to. My insides are starting to feed on each other. I'm that <laughs> oh, you'll be fine. I'm gonna be all right. Look you at this thing. I can sustain myself for a while. <laughs> Let's take another break, uh, Nick, and see if we can give Travis another few minutes. And if not, we'll wrap this thing up. Yeah. And maybe what we'll do is catch him at a halftime of one of the basketball there games. There you go. I like up. that idea. All right. I, I would like, like to talk idea. to some of the kids, though. He was I hoping, would, too. He was, I was hoping he'd bring up a handful of those captains and see if we can visit with them. So we'll give him a few more minutes, and we'll come back in just a moment. The Karen Nielsen Guild Mortgage Team will help you find the loan to fit your life. Guild Mortgage offers hundreds of loan products for a wide variety of borrowers, including first-time home buyers, military families, and rural residents. Guild Mortgage also offers many state, county, and city housing programs that provide down payment assistance. At Guild, they work hard to deliver what matters most to you with a loan that fits your life. Call 435-294-2480 or Google Karen at Guild Mortgage. NMLS 3274 and 80226 Equal Housing Lender. Jessup Insurance and Retirement Services. Let us guide you. Jessup Insurance has a local office with professionals that understand all the Medicare plans available to Utah and Idaho citizens. They simply make Medicare understandable at no additional cost. Call Jessup Insurance 435-213-3200 or Google Jessup Insurance. Jessup Insurance and Retirement Services. Let us guide you. The Cater Shop's mission is for you to look your best. Buy one suit, get one free. Black Friday is coming early this year. Due to low inventory and high demand, we are launching our Black Friday deals now. Buy one suit, get one free on Slim Fit, Italian Wool, and Performance Stretch suits. Plus up to 30 to 50% off store-wide. Black Friday, buy one suit, get one free, going on now. The Cater Shop, because how you look is the first message you deliver. Black Friday, buy one suit, get one free, going on now. This is Dave Simmons for Les Olson Company. It's first and goal on the 10-yard line. Your team is poised to make the play of a lifetime. Your quarterback hands off to the running back who rushes right into a wall. Now the away team says they'll take the wall out of your way, but only after you hand them a suitcase full of cash. That's exactly how ransomware works. In 2020, half of all organizations were victims of a ransomware attack. Don't take risks. Take action with the Les Olson Security Suite. Get your free network assessment at lesolson.com. With over 423,000 Utahns who are at risk of missing a meal this holiday season, Planet Fitness is collecting food to donate to the Cash Community Food Pantry. Bring your canned food items to Planet Fitness and they'll thank you for your donation by offering a membership with no sign-up fees. Help them reach their goal of 1,000 pounds of food. Bring in canned food items before November 30th to sign up at Planet Fitness for free. Offer ends November 30th. Some combinations were just meant to go together. Chips and salsa refrigerator and freezer the internet and cat videos at state farm there's another combination meant to go together home and auto as in combining your home and auto insurance with one agent which leads to another combination saving dollars and cents hi i'm state farm agent lana powell for a competitive quote on home auto and life insurance call us at 752-7639 lana powell state farm insurance Welcome back to Rice Eccles Stadium at the University of Utah. Ridgeline victorious in their state championship bid this this afternoon, beating Dixie. What was our final, Nick? I can't even remember. 45-20. 45-20? 45-20 handled it. 
just fine. In fact, the last the last touchdown for Dixie came in the waning minutes as Ridgeline was just playing their soft D and letting the clock run as much as possible. Ridgeline, in dominant fashion, goes beginning to end in the season 13-0 and and wins going away over Dixie. Um, I don't see Trav, Coach Travis. I don't see any players, so we can wrap this up. But I can tell you that the first basketball game is a week from this coming Wednesday. So no rest for the weary as it'll be down at the University of Utah. And speaking of no rest for the weary, the basketball team coming in, I'm sure going to be a little rusty, all these kids coming in. Ranked number two in the state. Uh, that would make sense. Right behind, behind who? Dixie. Really? Really. And Ridgeline beat Dixie last year in the state tournament. And Ridgeline brings everybody back but two. Yeah, I don't know where they get that preseason ranking schedule or seating from because I thought Cedar – would be higher than they were. Well, I Cedar lost some, lost a lot of. They good did, dudes. but they got the MVP of the state tournament still back. Yeah, but when you've got the other couple big, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. But, you, never, you never know. But, but you're right. A team that loses in the semifinal that returns everybody yep. isn't number one. I don't know how you figure that, but they'll be uh, they'll be hunting for a state championship themselves. That basketball yeah, team, will. absolutely. I think that they have those types of same expectations on themselves for basketball as they did for football. But the first ball game is going to be next a week from this Wednesday. It's it's the 24th. I'll be down there to broadcast that for you. But it's a 5:30 p.m. start at the University of Utah, and they have to play Tempview to start it off. Who's a perennial power? What date is that? It's Wednesday, the 24th. Fourth, okay, and yep. that's down at UVU. Is that the is that the day before Thanksgiving? Yeah, it is. It is. It is. It's the day before the girls start their season, the 23rd. Okay, at you win? I don't know where, but I know that they play their first game Tuesday. Oh, that's actually at home. Okay. So the first home game, though, for so Ridgeline will play the 24th, they'll play the 30th, and then their first home game will be on the 2nd of December. Um, but they go three in a row, the 2nd, the 3rd, and the 4th. They go desert. They play Desert Hills, Pineview, and Cedar in the North versus South tournament. Um, at Ridgeline. So those are going to be some good games. Those will be some fun games. Yep. Yeah, the second, third, and fourth. So they play, what, three road games to start the season? Two. Timview oh, and Fremont. Oh, I got you. But, again, okay. Timview's a neutral site because it's a university or Utah yeah. Valley yep. University. And then – You'd call that neutral? Not really, huh? It's like a block it's away from At least it's not at their place. That's true. Um, That'll be a fun environment, then won't it? they got to make a couple decent road trips. They play at, at Salem Hills. On the 7th of December. And, and Westlake, right? At Tooele. And Westlake, they play in in St. George because they're oh. going to go down to the Coach Walker Classic. Gotcha. The, 12th, or the uh, 16th through the 18th of oh, December. That sounds warm. It does. Well, right now, is I'm hot. Feels lovely. I'm hot. Like we could golf. We could golf. And we're fair weather. We, yeah. And But I had to shut it down. I, was, I got little, bad there for a little, little while. Frustrated. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they have the... Uh, Walker, Coach Walker Classic down in St. George, the 16th, 17th, and 18th. And then at, after the 18th of December, they don't play again until January 4th. Wow. Yeah, it's a, be, it's like a big a break. a four-week break for Christmas. Yep, big break. Gotta love that. I think it'll be good. That's when for, Travis can go on vacation. There you go. Um, and then they come back the 4th and the 7th. They play at home against Springville and Grantsville. And then they'll and then start region. region on January 12th. They got a good preseason schedule, don't they? Yeah, they do. It's going to test them. That, yeah. but this is going to be a really good team again this year. I don't know what to expect the first game or two. 
as these kids haven't even been in open gym. I mean, some of the kids that have been going to open gym for months, really, are should be getting ready and being ready to roll. But you're going to see about five. Three of the, three of the starters, well, we think three sure. of the, We think. We don't know for sure. But I'm guessing three starters were football kids. And then Luke Sorensen will get a lot of minutes. Will Booth. Um, will Booth should get some minutes. These are guys who are just athletes all around, and they'll play. So. Well, Tra- or well, Nick, well, we're not going to see Travis, I'm afraid. No, and that's he's okay. in there he can probably be down with there. the shirt off, spraying the champagne <laughs> bottles. I don't know, goggles on. Yeah. yeah he's got his goggles on, his shirt's off, the champagne is flowing like the salmon of Capistrano. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's probably Martinelli's. Whatever. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, you know. Well, it's a fun time. Champagne. For we will get him though on one of our one of our basketball broadcasts. We'll make sure he comes over and visits. Maybe with us. we could get like uh, well, I guess it depends on who plays. I was going to say maybe we get No White to come talk to us at halftime, but he might be in the halftime locker. Yeah, he might be. There's another one that would be could be playing basketball. We'll see how it goes. Well, folks, it's uh, been a pleasure throughout the course of this football season. It's been fun, a lot of fun, as we've been able to watch all wins. We never did see a loss, Nick, and I'm did gonna... not see a loss, and we saw some woodshed beatdowns. Yes, we did. Some of those games were over in the third. Yeah, and that's another thing. Is think of these numbers we've been throwing out. That a lot of those were without having to play in the fourth 50% quarters. Fifty percent of that is with three quarters only. Yep, pretty impressive. Yeah, it is. It's it's. It's a testament to what is on the doorstep of this football program with Travis Cox driving driving the bus. That's right. Congratulations to Ridgeline's varsity football team going 13-0 and capping it off with a state championship win, 45-20 over Dixie. I'm Dave Simmons, as always, joined by Nick Zollinger. Always appreciate you being here with me, Nick. We'll uh, catch you again, folks, a week from this coming Wednesday as the basketball season will get underway. Thanks for joining us. Have a great afternoon. This Ridgeline broadcast has been a presentation of 104.5 The Ranch and the Cache Valley Media Group. 